Today on Mob Rules, we talk about banana hammocks. And Fulgrim. And we wrap up the painting competition. All, All that, that and more else on Mob Rules. So, uh, how does John usually start these? I've never actually had to start one. You know, this is Ted from Mob Rules, and as always, I'm joined by Dave. Hey, this is Dave, <laughs> and uh, our special guest today. Hey, uh, fresh off the guest? boat from LVO. Yeah. Hey, how's it going from the banana boat, Danny? Oh, it was a banana boat. Oh, was it? <laughs> really? <laughs> <laughs> was this the LVO banana boat, or was this a different <laughs> banana boat at LVO? <laughs> uh, can it be both? Uh, I don't know. It can be. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I don't remember. I don't remember like the actual LVO. The LVO was really sp- specific, right? Like there wasn't a whole lot of bananaing, was there? But what well, depends on where you go. Oh, oh, yeah. There's some back okay. rooms that are very. <laughs> That's true. There are some back rooms. <laughs> <laughs> I do remember that. <laughs> like a little under the table bananaing. <laughs> I mean, everybody's like packed in there pretty tight. It's like a like a Japanese subway. Yeah, it's like a Touch banana the... hammock. I mean, I think we can keep going with the banana, <laughs> yeah, banana theme here. Yeah, when everything's like rubbed up on each other, they don't notice. <laughs> Which uh, one of you is groping me? <laughs> Which one of you is banana? Is what that, like. uh, that actually sounds really familiar. I think that happened to a couple of our guys last time we went down there. Ted. Really? Yeah. Oh man. I think it, I think it was our guys that kept groping us though. So <laughs> Alaskans. <laughs> like, I haven't seen a woman in a long time. <laughs> John, stop touching my butt. <laughs> I haven't seen my wife in hours. <laughs> well, I just worked out. Yeah. <laughs> so what have you been up to? We'll start with Dave. We'll start with me. Now John always starts. I, you're you're John. Really? You're MC Ted. And you gotta. You got okay. Actually, I kind of want to know what Danny's been up to. I want to know what. I, do you really? Yeah, the yeah. LVO stuff, man. Talk, talk to All us. Right. Okay, so we're just going to jump into like an LVO section. Then. Sure, sure. Yeah, yeah, this is intense. Uh, we're so, going to you back every week to talk about it, though. Yeah. yeah okay. <laughs> do you want me to break it up into segments? <laughs> I can serialize this if you'd like. The the sober versus drunk. I, know. <laughs> I did one. not get as drunk as I wanted to, as which drunk. is okay. really a shame. Uh-huh. Like, day, uh, first of all. I have to give a little shout out to uh, to Dave here. Yeah. Uh, no, don't do that. That's always Dave? bad. No, this Dave. So, Dave, the perfect gentleman that he is, uh, ended up. We are not talking about the right. No, no, no. Let me finish. Let me finish. Um, uh, he gave he gave me a little bit of uh, spending money to uh, to buy a round oh. of drinks for all the guys at LVO. So oh, wow. that was from the guys from Alaska specifically. So yeah, I was like, that was super cool. <laughs> Not everybody. It's like a yeah, no, yeah, like, like <laughs> hey, this is from Dave. It's uh, there's 528 of us. Uh, it's one round of drinks each. One giant. Uh, Floozy of, uh, of slushy, it's like and a, there goes my income. Yeah, there's a case of hobby, hot or something like that. Hobby budget spent in one section. <laughs> no problem. Thirty bucks a pop. Let's see. Let's do the math. Twenty-eight. Holy crap. 
Just when I need to increase on my allowance. <laughs> How much do one of those big slurpy things run? It depends on the uh, size and style oh, okay. of the mug that you get. Yeah. Um, so, for instance, you could get a 32-ounce uh, frozen concoction. And those were, <laughs> that ran about $23. Damn. Then you get a cup. Okay. Right? So you can refill the cup for like $15. Oh, okay. So you get a little bit of a discount. Right. Or you can buy the giant champagne bottle on a chain, oh which I did. Did you well, really? Classy. Yeah, well, it is, yeah. as you do. Where do you chain it? Like on your Around my neck. Around your neck. Yeah, okay. so that way I don't like have to... Well, that way I don't have to actually use my hands to drink. It's oh totally hands-free. It's like so a beer helmet. Grow boobies. Oh, and nice. Throw dice and all sure, stuff. butts or <laughs> whatever. Whatever <laughs> happens to be under the table <laughs> at the time, dude. Those banana hammocks. I mean, they don't do sportsmanship scores anymore, but <laughs> it's a soft I'm old score. school. Well, yeah, old, <laughs> it's not a soft score. <laughs> <laughs> and this is how we got our explicit rating. <laughs> uh, this episode of Mob Rules brought to you by the letter XXX. <laughs> uh, but no, it was it was a really good time. Uh, I had uh, six really fun games. Mm. Um, I went uh, four and two, which is my, which was my goal. So that was really good. And mm. I was actually four and one going into my last game. So yeah. and the guy cheated. Uh, no. No. no, yeah, so funny story. <laughs> oh, really? Uh, <laughs> I, no, I got him pretty good, actually. Oh, you so, cheated? Oh, no, no, I didn't cheat. No, it was purely okay. by the rules, my friend. So, <laughs> He's trying to bring his rep up from the, the same, So the same call that Nick Nanavati used against uh, Tony Grappando, where oh. he said that he, he couldn't assault with the Shining Spears okay. after he advanced, because you have to use the stratagem that lets them charge after they advance. Okay. Um, when they do their advance... My opponent did that without realizing it, and so I was like, well, I'm not in this game anyway. Might as well, like, this guy's been kind of not the friendliest guy to start with, so oh, wow. I'm just going gonna, gonna to get him with the rules here a little bit. Okay. So that kept me in the game uh, for, like, an extra turn. Oh, wow. He <laughs> was playing the exact same list that all the, the, the winners were using. Both the winners really? had pretty, really similar lists. Did you uh, run over to, to, uh, to, to Nick and, like, high-five him? Dude, I totally, I totally Alexed him. I mean, <laughs> I could have. Oh, but I didn't. Oh, okay. Besides, he's in, like, a private room. I don't know if you know, like, the the last round table Whoa. is, like, on this whole, uh, like, curtained-off area. Yeah. Kind of like the champagne room. Oh, where they were, uh, there were twitching, you know, right? There actually was uh, sex happening back there. At least somebody got wow. fucked. I think it was, uh, yeah. it was Tony. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Ouch. Nice. I mean, that, that whole drama just... It, it, I'm what? polarized. The, the LBO drama, I'm polarized on it because... It, they had top players on their streams. Okay. And Phil somehow. <laughs> Did um, he really? Yeah, Phil oh, was on the on, on the gaming line. stream. They oh. kept well people kept asking for the Glacial Geek, so um, I, I kept asking wow. for Eric. But uh, <laughs> that's cool, man. Um, yeah, no, he was on there. He got beat pretty so, handily. Funny but, story, my next round opponent was the guy who played him. Oh yeah? Oh. Yeah. And so uh, the guy was a nice enough guy, but he's kind of got that East Coast bluster going on. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, well, not bluster. You know, like the frankness, like the upfrontness that they right. have. Uh, mm-hmm. There's no fucking around with that guy. Anyway, okay. Uh, he didn't know his Eldar rules super well, so I had to call him out on a couple of things. Like, yeah. man, you're not doing that right, or the range of that is not 48 inches; it's 36 inches, and that kind of stuff. So, oh. yeah, I don't know if Phil got the raw end of that in a couple of situations, oh, but. Yeah. 
I don't know. We could always go back and watch later. Yeah, we could. Yeah. <laughs> not, we could not right now. Yeah. Let's go to the replay, right? Yeah. You <laughs> request more of him. All right. So they pan <laughs> the camera up to see Phil's face right here. And after watching his guys get exploded, you could see all of the hope drain out of his face oh. right now. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only thing we have no. seen him. He, oh, he I, would never be sad. Oh, totally. <laughs> He's not. I, there wasn't nearly enough wooing. Like people in the chat when Phil was playing were sitting there going, why isn't he wooing? Where's his woos? Where's the wow. news? And the frontline gaming people are like, thing. what I mean, are you talking about? Why would he woo? And it's like, that's his thing. And it's not mean. It's not a mean, like, it's just a woo. Yeah. You know? It's an excited and it's, it's an excited, <laughs> happy woo. It's, he woos when you do good. He woos when he does good. Yeah. It's, they were like, well, I, I mean, mean. Was the pressure on? I mean, there's some intense lights when you get into that. I, I think stage. he was afraid to, to be, him. be himself. Because, huh. uh, first off, if I'm playing at LVO and I'm just having a good time and, and Reese walks up to yeah. me, he's like, hey, man, we want you on the stream. I'd be like, <laughs> what? You know, oh, uh, have, have you seen my paint jobs? I don't belong in your stream. <laughs> I'm going to actually text him right now and ask him why he didn't woo. It just, it, it, there wasn't any yeah. moves. Um, yeah. But I, I was actually, I kept asking uh, Warhammer TV to get Eric on. Oh, yeah, that would have been good. Because they were. Art? Uh, Rickards, yeah. Oh, okay. Um, and the, the reason for it is they were. They wanted to see different lists. Yeah. And yeah, his list is very different. His di- I said, you want to see a different list? Get this guy on. He's, uh, you know, he's running this. He's running this combo and this combo. And it's, you know, like nobody, no list is similar to it at all. The rest of the lists were all like, hey, it's five flyerins versus four flyerins. And, you know, it, it, it was, but. Uh, so for reference, Eric's list is a weird mashup of Tyranids, uh, Gene Stealer Cult, and an Astromilis Harem Supreme Command Attachment. Huh. Um, with a shadow sword, okay. so like it's a it's, it's kind like, of fluffy. Yeah, I it's mean, a really. very fluffy list. Kind you don't of. think so? Okay. Well, I mean, uh, well, lore wise, like that's, that's the kind of thing you would see. Yeah, as the gene stereo cult takes over everything and gets the yeah. gets everything. I mean, it, it technically it's fluffy from that sense, so it works out. Um, yeah. Okay. I mean, I I don't think that they like spare. The, I don't think the tyrant spare the gene stealer cult too much. <laughs> Like, I think they pretty much just so, eat him if they're in the way. Maybe yeah, that was, not, like, them opening not, the door for them and yeah. that battle right there. Like, yeah, maybe that's, that's, same yeah, yeah, maybe that's the case. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, They'd open it with the Shadow Sword. Yeah. yeah. It's not yeah. like they did, like, Tyranids, Jesus, or Colton and Tau. <laughs> Luckily, you can't do that kind of stupid stuff anymore. <laughs> Have I said how great 8th edition oh, is? Yet? So like, man, yeah, so good. Yeah, I'm really happy. The, uh, yeah, no, it's uh, it's good stuff. It, it, I loved. I liked Eric's list. I, I kind of yeah. wish it had been slightly better painted, like slightly more finished. Uh, I think that was the reason that he didn't end up on the stream That's because because they were looking for him. Sure. Um, but you know, it's it. I seen pictures of it. I was like, well, most of his models look really good, but some of them just kind of meet the requirements, which apparently was not a requirement this year, from what I understand. Right? Didn't Nick have unpainted models? No. Uh, that was actually a common misconception. Uh, they were up to the three-color standard. They were kind of washed. Mm. Um, so, like, that was something they clarified, I think, in last week's Signals from the Frontline. Um, uh, that people were saying that his stuff wasn't painted, but it was painted. Apparently. Okay. I don't know. Okay. Honestly, I didn't really look at his army. I assumed that it was really shittily painted. <laughs> so you don't, you don't have to have a good paint scheme to win, man. No, totally true. Yeah. Aww. And they don't factor in like paint schemes, do they? It's not a part of competition scoring anymore, oh, which okay. is both good and bad. Yeah, it's it's good in the sense of, you know, it's not a competition to see how well you can paint. 
You know, yeah. they, they have a, they have scoring for that separately by itself. So it, it shouldn't factor actually into your full-on end score. Well, if that's the case, I mean, it's an aesthetic hobby, like intrinsically an aesthetic hobby. So I think like by like ignoring that, like you're taking part of the inherent value, like part of the hobby. Otherwise, you'd be playing Risk or like Checkers, you know, like if you don't have like a visual like representation of that like autark you know like sure yeah, and i get i get what you're saying but some yeah. for some people painting isn't fun it's not it's not the part of the so hobby they like so for other like people playing. like being competitive isn't you know, like, yeah so i mean there's different aspects so, to the hobbies like, to me i think that and i'm kind of old school i probably come from more of a line like ted does where um previously in editions a paint score was part of your overall score Right. Uh-huh. And so watching the paint score get removed from tournaments as somebody who goes to tournaments fairly regularly, um, I've noticed the hobby aspect of the armies has gone down by an insane amount where before, like you would end up with like some really nice painted armies at every single tournament. Um, now pretty much nobody has a really nicely painted army because they don't have to like, why do you, why even like, why do it if you don't have to That's, put in the time and effort into that yeah. stuff? That, that's hurtful. Ted and I, both, <laughs> both, both Ted and I have, have played in uh, in tournaments up here, Danny. And that's uh, Ted's yeah. models are very nicely painted. Yeah, I stand by. I stand by what I said. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, tell, oh, I'm, I'm, telling, I'm telling Matt Morse you said that. That's because he doesn't listen to this. I mean, I don't know. He's too busy Maybe. learning how to make stuff glow. <laughs> so I just got a, a message from Philly. He's like, oh, I had no idea what was going on in the stream chat and didn't want to woo an unsuspecting opponent and an attorney. Uh, I don't woo opponent roles, and I try not to woo unsuspecting opponents at tournaments. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess there's an acculturation thing that has to happen with the woo. You don't want to woo with a stranger and have well, them, yeah. uh, grab your banana hammock when it's inappropriate. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. I, I, I can get behind that. Yeah. In my culture, woo is as good as a, a roofie. <laughs> I come from Alaska, where we grab the banana hammock and woo at the same time. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> successful roll. It's all part of the maneuver. <laughs> <laughs> the the mover. I was gonna say the mover. Actually, you know, you're on your face. And <laughs> anyway, just derailed that. Yeah, so totally derailed. All right, so Danny, you had you uh, you played six games down at LBO. You had a great time. You yeah. went four and two. Uh, yep. Was there was there any any time that you just absolutely were just pissed off at, at the people you were playing? Like, you no, just... no, no. Everybody was pretty nice, generally speaking. Um, uh, like obviously some people are going to be a little bit more intense when they play rather than like joking around and having a good time. Mm. Um, but mostly everybody was really cool. Uh, the guy who first beat me, I mean, he was super nice. Um, bad dice rolls. Like, uh, that's the worst. Well, bad compared to good, you know, like that. Yeah. Anyway, uh, he bought me a beer cause he was, <laughs> he was a good guy. Oh, cool. Nice, so, um, but yeah, it was, uh, yeah, really, really fun time. I would recommend anybody who's thinking about going to go. Uh, I was talking with, uh, Pablo a little bit. Um, oh, he cool. stopped by to see how all of us were doing and like to fill us in on the latest gossip that was going around with the game that had just finished, um, oh, right. the, the, the last round. And so, uh, is he, uh, heading back up this year? Yeah, I don't know. Probably, uh, did you ask? Pro- no, I didn't. Why didn't you ask? Um, why didn't you ask? Danny was drunk. Danny, <laughs> no, I wasn't drunk at that time, which is a real shame. Yeah, you just have no excuse. You should have just, should have just messaged I'm me. so tired, man. Like, oh, yeah. After uh, it, playing fine. all those games, like, just you're yeah. so exhausted. Especially two days. Like, one day and then another day. Like, oh. I was going to play in the RTT the next day, and I was just like, nope, I'm just going to chill out. 
<laughs> it's weird. Like, a bunch I, of money in gambling. You used to work mm. construction quite a bit. And, like, you'd, there'd be, like, days where we're working, like, 16 hours, usually, sure. like, 10 to 12. And, like, you work, like, six to seven days like that. And at the end of the day, you're like, eh, I'm going to go home and do these things. You know, like, it, you don't feel exhausted. But, like, sitting and, like, playing a game for, like, a day straight, let alone, like, two or three, like, that's way more exhausting, I find. Oh, you're, like, <laughs> you're, you're mentally drained. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, because it's, like... Even though you don't think about it as being like a particularly physical hobby, like it is yeah. in a lot of ways. I mean, you're standing all day. You're, moving, you're constantly walking around the table. Mm. I always find whenever I'm measuring my steps on those days, like that I take, like via my Fitbit. Oh, okay. I always like triple my daily steps. Really? Playing a, yeah, playing in a tournament. It's like the stepping back and forth and moving your yeah. guys is right, yeah, and wow, like the constant, the constant moving. My feet are usually hurt at the end of it, so it's. <laughs> oh, I mean, yeah, kind of. If you think about it, yeah. I uh, usually by game three, I, I have to find a chair. Uh-huh. to be sitting down in because i'm like you know what i just can't stand for this long i'm <laughs> i'm getting too old for this God, i usually feel bad about it like oh why can't we possibly be sitting down and like playing a game of warhammer <laughs> what kind of pussy am i but yeah no that's that's for real <laughs> I, i'm so gl- so glad you said that it's like three times or like several times you're you're walking yeah <laughs> or, i end up moving around a lot now i feel do you like cookies but want something more british buy biscuits not like those you have for gravy British biscuits for dunking in your British tea. Stiff upper lip guaranteed. Biscuits as recommended by Queen Liz of the Britons. We're not recording. There we're recording. Hey, now we're recording. Landlording. <laughs> what a great break. It was. Yeah, it sure was. I feel refreshed. <laughs> Add some water. <laughs> a little cold air on your back. <laughs> it was good stuff. It was kind of nice. I was getting sweaty there for a little bit. All this hot talk of LVO. <laughs> you know, I didn't even go <laughs> outside during the day. Really? Until like I was leaving. Yeah. And I like I walked outside. I'm like, oh, the sun. Oh, it's oh. terrible. Wow. Yeah. So it was like a really good nerd experience. So it was like being in the basement for like five <laughs> Nice. <years. laughs> I did venture under the surface. Yeah. You know, <laughs> the surface. <laughs> well, that's where we get all the cheap drinks from. So. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my God. We ate this at this fried chicken place. Yeah. It was the best fried chicken I've ever had in my entire life. That's really? Really? We went back for seconds. What was that? What was so good about it? I don't know. Like, it was really juicy. Yeah. And they had like a really good... Uh, Kind of like almost like a dry rub on the on the breading. <laughs> wow, I got a dry. Mm, mm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> do you get a dry rub on your breading? <laughs> All over the place. <laughs> the problem is you keep using spices, so I see. Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh. <laughs> and that's where the rash came from. <laughs> <laughs> All the burning. All the burning. <laughs> this game doesn't end. <laughs> so. So, uh, cool. so how was the vendor table and like all the other, did you get a chance oh, to like go man. and take a look at everything else that was yes. going down? So I, uh, I went and ordered some stuff from Forge World, okay. um, although they didn't have it there. So they shipped it, they'll ship it to me for oh, free. Cool. Yeah. I just bought it there. Well, the convention rate was a little high. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, but that was okay. I was, I was happy to get some real Forge World. <laughs> I have a lot of fake fortune. Oh, oh, Danny. Sorry. <laughs> you know what? At least you've but, seen the light. Yeah. You know. That's good. It's, it's something about that. I think, like, the, uh, um, like, going and buying it at the table. Like, I know, sure. like, each time I bought it, I knew that I was paying, like, 20% more or whatever. I can't remember. Like, we we counted it at one point. But it was like, ah, oh, I keep going back. Ah, oh, I have to go get a Primark. Ah, oh, I have to go do this. <laughs> even with shipping, it's cheaper <laughs> online. But they could do it. And it's, like, the busiest table there. <laughs> it was not too busy. I was, both times I went up there, I was able to just walk right up and start talking. To oh, cool. Which was cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So was that, that a James Monk? Was it that? 
I have, I oh, have okay. no idea. All right. There's like a really enthusiastic guy with like short hair and glasses. There was a really enthusiastic okay. guy with short hair, but okay. I don't think I don't know if he had glasses. I don't know. Oh. Anyway. Yes, maybe he doesn't. He was English dude. Yeah, okay. That's yeah. probably him. He's maybe. red. Yeah. And there was a girl with red hair and like, uh, like she, I think she had like big gauged ears. Oh, okay. So I think she was British too. <laughs> did you did you say gauge or aged? Because <laughs> I don't I don't know what the second one. What is aged? What is ears? Aged ear, dude. Yeah. I don't know. I heard, like hair sticking out of them, or like it's like George Washington's teeth. <laughs> what I heard was she was a redhead girl, and she had big aged ears. And I went, I don't know what that like. She got trans, like a, yeah, she got Milton Berle ears. You know, just, <laughs> these old floppy ears, it's just hair everywhere. You're like, man, that chick's pretty hot. That wow. she tucks her hair behind her ears, and you're like, never mind. Nope. <laughs> it's like a what was it like Jeremy Button thing or was the backwards? Yeah, she's got Benjamin Button ears. That's hot. By the time she's eighty, they'll be really sexy ears. But right now, not so much. Very tight. Wow. I heard, like, in the Victorian era, like, they had, like, a thing with mummies and shit. Like, people would, like, go and, like, dig up mummies and, like, you know, they'd buy them. And, like, I don't know. I wonder if that could be, like, a thing. Or they're like, oh, I have aged ears. I'll just put these I think that's how the gas started, I'm actually, trying to right? figure out, like, where your train of thought was to that. To well, that. The, the, just, like, cutting off mummies' ears and wearing them on their ears, you know? Like, oh, I have aged ears. I see. Like, like a... An accessory. Like an ear sleeve? Like a buffalo <laughs> bull, like, kind of ear mask? Yeah. Just, yeah. just for your ears? Right. Yeah. It puts the lotion on its ears, or else it gets the hose, I guess. Very very your skin-tight earmuffs? Like, but it's uh, like an, an Egyptian ear that they're wearing over their real ear. <laughs> like this 3,000-year-old ear. It's like black. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so... Uh, so, Ted, what have you been up to? Uh, <laughs> I'm trying to come up with a new fad involving 3,000-year-old mummies. Ted's had a lot of time on his hands. <laughs> Ted's notes. Uh, Can I see your notes? What does this say, mummy earmuffs? <laughs> what does that mean? Things to do on Thursday. <laughs> Things to work in a conversation. <laughs> it's kind of like a Mad Lib. Ted's playing uh, podcast bingo. Oh, like, man. Check that off. That's a Bingo. That sounds like a good idea. I kind of like that. We could totally do that. All right, John, remember this for some other future episode. <laughs> Note to John. <laughs> yeah. Uh, hasn't been, I don't think I've played any games. I think maybe like. No no more second oh. edition or anything? No, nah, I still haven't. Like, Kurt's been working on some uh, engineering project, so he's been really busy. Right. How did dare he get famous? Danny, did you ever do second ed- I edition? I have played second edition when yeah. I was like 13. Oh, okay. So you remember it then. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> Uh, Maybe like, after this week. Yeah, yeah. Nominally, I remember it. <laughs> okay. I remember downloading the or having the rules. Like, oh, uh, but that was it. Was so complicated. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Like, dude, it seemed easy to me, but you know, then I was an adult then. So. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. Oh, uh, yeah. It, it, it's kind of nice that it's simplified a little bit. But some other things, like I love like turning marks and stuff like that. It's pretty cool. Yeah, some of the stuff like. I mean, obviously, when you deal with a more complicated rule set like that, uh, you gain some things, like some in- intricacies you couldn't express, like with mm-hmm. the with the streamlined nature that the game like has now, mm-hmm. yeah. like pairing with a chain sword, oh. or mm-hmm. uh, you know, like having weapons that do different dice of damage, like D twelve damage on a last cannon. Yeah, kind of <laughs> uh, having like a ogre and throw a grenade grenade farther than a grot. 
<laughs> Which makes yeah, sense. I mean, makes sense in no. a way. Is he throwing the actual? Is he throwing the grot or the grenade? <laughs> yeah. So if he threw the grot, then the grot through the grenade. How far is that? Yeah, uh, that's that, really uh, far. Is that eight inches plus? Right. This yeah. should be like the, yeah, the grot modifier. Hogan is way more than eight inches. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> that's the grot was springboarding. I see. Oh, like I diving see. Board. Okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Sorry, I was yeah. confused. Mm. So instead of doing homework, I spent uh, uh, one day last weekend working on our yada yada marine. So that was that was pretty crazy. Like I think like going into that, like I thought that that paint scheme was gonna suck balls. <laughs> like I really did. You know, it was like ah quartered and and red and white. Like I I didn't like that idea at all. But I think like in, when it came down to it, like throwing all the extra stuff into it, like that was that was the way to go. Like you know, like the extra dirt and grime and chipping and stuff like that. Like, and I'm glad that he had all the extra pouches. <laughs> like. That was it. I think that's why mine is better than yours. Yeah. Ultimately. I mean, was, pouches. Had you put pouches and weathering and skill into it, it would have been better. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have you know. <laughs> the last part, that was the, that was the burn. Just so yeah. Was <laughs> right. it was. The rest of it was <laughs> nice, friendly. Ex- so you, you airbrushed yours out, right? Oh, that's not part of it. I no, no, I'm, no, no. I'm, I'm, just, I'm, I'm just asking. So you, you airbrushed yours out, right? Yeah, yeah. And I, I'm still dealing with a broken airbrush, so. Oh, okay. I, I mean, I wouldn't have anyway we need a tenth and a quarter scheme with an airbrush i'm not nearly skilled enough with that oh, okay. i would have been like all right i got the the red out and yeah. now, now a quarter out the psh, all right it's all white Ooh. okay is that what i meant to do is that, uh, I, I gotta say like as somebody who's just learning how to do an airbrush mm-hmm. like it's you could totally do it uh, I'm, totally quarter of marine with an airbrush like it would not be that hard yeah you just tss, tss, done right there it's quartered <laughs> in this quarter I put this a, is, a, a little bit of red in this quarter I put a little bit of red this quarter I put a little bit of red and then this little, little red a little, little bit of happy red over here yeah. uh, it's all red no I, I did it in quarters I, I will say my house is divided right now between uh, uh, quarters Alexis loves yours oh okay and uh, and just likes mine better not because she's just to sleep with you right no and, and then ryan uh is absolutely doesn't give a shit so really? he, that was he was, oh, wow. was like all right ryan you're the deciding factor which one of these looks better look i don't care i've got some PUBG to play and then walk out. <laughs> <laughs> wow i was like i don't know whether he'd be sad or happy i mean he's a video game nerd yeah what's PUBG? Uh, yeah, it's I don't just know. a it's oh, a okay. it's a multiplayer game thing oh. where you uh eliminate people out i guess uh um, okay. like I don't know. I've never played it, so huh. I can't afford to buy video games. <laughs> I'm going to make plastic crack. What are you talking about? <laughs> you poor thing. <laughs> Jeez. See, the nice thing is there's, like, an intersection now. Like, in White Dwarf, there's, like, free downloads codes for uh, stream. Yeah, well, I guess. You I'll can be, check that out. But I'm yeah. busy not sweating over hand-painting a, uh, <laughs> a quarter scheme and then wa- doing hand-painting, pin-washing everywhere to make Yikes. it look great. Do you sweat when you paint? I do when you <laughs> so when you quarter something. So everybody I everybody I talked to said the same thing. They're like, do the white first, yeah, because you you won't be able to get the red line. You know, you won't be able to get white to cover the red. And being Dave, like, you're like, fuck that. No, I did it. Oh, really? I did it. I I actually listened to like you know experts. Oh, okay. Um, who after they laughed at me for not wanting to do it wow. with an airbrush, said, well, this is what I would do. Uh, okay. So I followed it, uh-huh. and then I did that. But painting that red line, knowing that if I fucked up the red, you know, like all right, I got the red line. Oh, okay, no, we're going to do orc zigzags. Got it. Orc zigzags how we're going to do this, apparently. That I wouldn't be able to cover it with the, oh, the wow. white because it just wouldn't work without how I'd be like, nope, time to start over. Mm-hmm. See, that's where but, weathering comes in. <laughs> I'm going to fix that with chipping. <laughs> 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 like chip right there. 
Yeah, I, uh, I haven't mastered that uh, aspect <laughs> okay. yet. Uh, I'm still in the shake and bake phase, so it's, uh, uh, yeah. just throw it in that bag of shake and bake. And <laughs> call it good. So the whole model is flocked. He's Moss Man from He-Man. It's a, it's it's a camouflage. It's a, it's a velvet marine. What do you want? <laughs> Gilla suit. <laughs> so, so you worked yeah. on that. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, and some, uh, uh, some custodies. Um, that has been kind of fun. Like, I, I think, like, I, I wasn't going to touch the custodes for a while because, like, oh, cold. Uh, it's going to be, like, super boring. Right. For, just... like, Lent, you're yeah. giving up custodes. <laughs> right. right. Before I start. <laughs> 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 so they've been sitting there for a long time just, like, you know, primed, and that was it. But I think doing those videos, like the Terminator video, and then actually I think the uh, the bike video should be out before uh, this drops. But, um, yeah, I'm, like, I'm super happy with, like, the different – like like trying to push gold a little bit further and like come up with different hues and values inside of it and like doing just like taking a little step further it becomes more interesting. So. There's a lot of really cool stuff that you can do with gold and like uh, like stippling, mm. like that you can like so you can make it look like it's a little bit beat up. Okay, I've done some cool stuff with that before, and huh. your your stuff looks good, really good, Thank even you. though I'm fairly critical of your bases. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know, Danny. I, I, what's uh, what's wrong with his bases? Problem? <laughs> I mean, so why are you going to stir the pot, Danny? <laughs> why are you going to stir the pot? We were good just right there. <laughs> no, no, it's, I mean. No, this is actually a subject. It's, so your, it's your model. Like, yeah. So, I mean, do what you do. So don't right? tell me what to do with it, Danny. I'm not. I'm you just are saying Danny. I, I'm just saying I don't like the Goblin oh, Marines. Yeah. Well, I mean, so if you want to just, if you look at me when you say it, you're not actually telling oh, me. Oh, okay. You're telling no, me. I tell him I'm sorry right, like <laughs> I don't like the goblin green on your basis but they're your models so you can do with it as whatever you're white <laughs> ah! Wait, you got me <laughs> Like 98% of the other people that use <laughs> so, so I think like the, the goblin green thing I think like I you know I've been painting the goblin green ring for or some variation I think it was before it was like catagen green and now it's actually warpstone glow or whatever but anyway like that like that's something that like you know GW's been doing that since the very beginning of time and they I mean, still they, do it they did do it they still do it when now no, like they, they the, the great unclean one like he does not have a green base it does it does yeah I <laughs> But I, mm. um, it might be like a, I don't know, like a brownish green or whatever. But like <laughs> I was going to say, I think they, I think they actually do stuff in in uh, in brown uh, oh, okay. for the most part, not, not colorblind. <laughs> they, they do like the brown edging. Okay. Um, I, and I'm, you know, I like brown or gray or mm. black, all those kind of like yeah, kind of neutral colors, I guess. Mm. But yeah, they've been. I think they were doing that for a while. Like occasionally, you like you see the GW Prime do like a black base, and I've definitely noticed like ever since because just like in the last couple of years, I've been getting like some pushback from some people. So it seems like it's you know with like a uh, War Machine, like they really pushed the black, and then like uh, Forge World started pushing black, and like occasionally GW Prime will do like a black base once in a while. So um, so I think I'm you know for a long time like oh well, I'm not gonna like just go along with whatever it is that you know the the, the fad, but I'm definitely seeing now where. Like, maybe it is like a... What? what? It's brown. Oh, it's brown. Yeah, it's brown. Okay. It looks green to my colorblind ass, so... <laughs> oh, that explains so many things. Yeah, dude. <laughs> I didn't start painting, like, paintings until I was, like, 27, because I... I remember, yeah, as a kid, like, I painted, like, you know, the old, like, egg chicken walker uh, sentinels. Okay. I yeah. painted one. I was so happy with it. And I showed my buddy. I'm like, yeah, man, look what I did. He's like, that thing is so gay. I'm like, what are you talking about? He's <laughs> like, it's purple. I was like, no, it's not. He's like, yeah, this is purple. I'm like, no, it's not. We, like, argued over it until I grabbed the pot of paint. I was like, here, see. Oh, light purple. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's not great. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, 
<laughs> that explains why most of your astro militarium were actually gene stealer cultists for so long. <laughs> That's right. What? What's wrong with the complexion? It's flesh colored. What are you talking about? No, it's purple, man. But I think I was talking to uh, Trevor uh, just a couple days ago, and he Trevor, was like, "Trevor Allison." Yeah, yeah. yeah okay. And uh, he was like, he was like giving me some criticism on the video, like, "Here, try this, try this. I like this." Da, 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 da. And then, uh, like, in a separate comment, like ent- entirely, di- like he waited a while. He's like, "By the way, I don't like your green bases." I think like that was part of his thing was like, you know, like when you. Uh, paint the the base screen like it detracts from the model and if you paint it black then it lets the model like shine for what it is it kind of makes and a that's frame around the model right like the it, black or the green the green the, the black <laughs> okay all right <laughs> uh i mean that's like that's the idea or that's the way yeah. it was always explained to me by some really good painters like it kind of frames the model and kind of puts it on a pedestal mm-hmm. um but i mean you want it to fit in with the rest of your stuff and that's the right? problem yeah so like well, I mean, you could always it. repaint everything. Yeah, like uh, several hundred models, no problem. Yeah, I just, just need new stuff for it. Just a different army. Yeah. I mean, uh, the, you're, working on, you're working on custodes. That's like 15 total models in 2000 points, okay? You could, you could easily do that in a, in a grade. But, I mean, the first thing you notice when you look at your models, yeah. uh, because uh, your base is not weathered, okay, if that makes sense. Huh. So it's a flat, static color okay. that is, has no... Um, no variation uh, to it. It's uh, removed from the dialogue of the rest of the piece, right? Yeah. Okay. So your eye will be drawn to your eye is drawn to that almost instantaneously every time. Every time I look at your models, okay. that's what I see. But I also see the nostalgia in it when I uh-huh. look at it. Sure. Like uh-huh. I know what you're doing and why you're doing it. Yeah. I mean, me too, man. I mean, I, I like all the models I grew up with all had goblin cream base. <laughs> yeah. Like and this and that shitty GW flock that they would glue on. The oh yeah. Like the ground up sponges. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> so everybody's like walking through tundra. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. I actually think that I always did black. I don't think I ever did what green oh, for the, the rings. Really? Uh, well, because they were square. I mean, oh, uh, yeah, you square based. Well, uh, the fantasy was the first stuff I did, so they oh, were okay. square. But yeah, I'm fairly certain they were always black. Huh. Okay. I mean, we didn't paint the bases. We just got the uh, model scenics uh, flocking stuff and oh. just <laughs> squeezed a whole bunch of Elmer's glue on it and then threw them into that and then yeah. pulled it out and you were done, you were good to go. But hmm. I think that's why they weren't ever green because <laughs> we didn't have that. Man, yeah. I remember the first time I painted the top of the base before I glued stuff onto it. Ooh. And like... The difference in the color was like, oh my god, what have I been doing this entire time? Really? Right? Like, like, okay. like, like instead of having like the black base under it, like yeah. you paint it brown or something oh, okay. first, like, and then put the flock on top of it. Oh, like, I gotcha. like that color kind of bleeds through the cracks. <laughs> I, I think that's a uh, yeah, a, a trick you learn as you go along. Sure, mm-hmm. right. It's like uh, it, it, so anybody who has obviously watched Phil's bat reps, you see some of his older models, and the ones that he you can tell that were the first models that he had, just have those the unpainted rocks right glued onto the base sure mm. and it's like i'm gonna <laughs> phil i'm gonna i'm gonna subscribe one month for like a hundred dollars to your patreon uh with a caveat that you have to redo every single base <laughs> does phil have a patreon yeah yeah oh man i gotta sign up for that yeah you don't have to <laughs> no no i want to did i mention that models has a patreon now you no, can sign don't. up to that <laughs> just for Danny. I, well we don't actually go to no. patreon because we want to lose any of the money okay, you guys we, keep talking i'm gonna set this up real quick <laughs> <laughs> we, we we call it the uh the the ted treon uh, you just give money directly to ted right here oh, every month you just come over <laughs> normally it'd be john <laughs> oh no i'm not giving any money to john <laughs> 
Florida. (laughs) (laughs) America first. Uh, you know what? Yeah. It thrills me to know that John will not listen to this episode because we've talked about this <laughs> yeah. in the past, and, and, and I'm the only one that you know you listen, yeah. but you don't because you edit it. You just <laughs> you totally listen to it. <laughs> and then I go back and like actually download it and listen to it because sometimes I still feel like a kid again. Um, you know, like I'm not part of the podcast. Yeah. We often like to think that. Yeah, <laughs> we can let him go at any time. All the time. All the time. <laughs> I'm not an addict. <laughs> I can quit Jabe at any time. <laughs> listening to all the episodes again, finally for like for the first time in a while. Like oh. I've been going back and like listening to older stuff. Uh-huh. I mean, like it's really good. Oh, well, thank you. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. Okay. I mean, that first episode was, was rough, where you had, like, one mic suspended from the ceiling and all screamed at it from different areas of the room, I think is what you guys were doing. But <laughs> it was attached to our uh, ribbon trapeze uh, setup that my ex had in the living room. We just, like, bat it back and forth. Like, was, it a, ball. was it a sex swing? <laughs> well, yeah. It could be. Only when we were lucky. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, it's where the cats procreated. Oh, okay. <laughs> that still makes it a sex swing. Right? Yeah, I guess it does. <laughs> <laughs> Something gave birth in there at one point. <laughs> a little crusty. That's good stuff. That's good yeah. stuff. So you got some. You got yeah. some new videos up. But you will be happy to see. I, I don't know if you noticed that the uh, the Adiata Marine does have a black base. I was really sad, actually. What? See that. <laughs> inhale on that one? Oh, man. I know what my favorite one is now. That's <laughs> right. Why do you think I was I was so sad? I was like, he painted the base black. There's no way I could beat him. No. Just Why? What, what color lights. did you do? Uh, I actually went like a dark, dark brown. Oh, okay. I mean, it's almost, yes. it's almost black, but... Oh, okay. Yeah. I, I tied it the, in the shades of failure. Ground, yeah. <laughs> so like a once you go dark, dark brown, you never go back? <laughs> kind of. <laughs> you don't want to go all the way to black with the no. Yada Yada Marines. <laughs> you got to stop or short, you know. It's... You can possibly come back from that. Um, but you got videos up, yeah, yeah, uh, that you yeah. and you're working on. You said uh, the jet bike oh, one. Oh my god, the thing! Yeah, I finished the the action, the videography for that, and now the edits are going to be ridiculous. It took me two days last time to edit oh, the, the other one. It was just like all these tiny little micro edits, and like, uh, all right, we're going to paint red. And, you know, it's like normally a six minute or long, like painting something red. <laughs> like, all right, <laughs> stop, speed this up. You know, so now it's only two and a half minutes. Yeah. <laughs> like go through it. Yeah, I think this was gonna be like that, except it's a custod on a jet bike and not just a custod. <laughs> I, I'm I'm really like some of the some of the uh, alternate custod paint schemes that I've been seeing floating around. Um, yeah, um, there was a white jet bike thing that, uh, yeah. that I was just I was really impressed with mm-hmm. out of Japan. I don't know how I keep seeing all these Japanese. I think that's that's artists. legit. Like what quasi chapter? I forgot what they're called. Well, one of them. Yeah, one of them's white. One yeah. of them's black. And yeah. I wanted to do the black one, but it was like after Iron Hands, no, <laughs> more black. Yeah, it might be a little like I and I was thinking this because okay, so I also uh-huh. play Iron Hands, yeah, right? and I was kind of thinking the same thing, like oh, this is another army I can dual purpose use, like in heresy mm-hmm. and in forty k, but yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. Like that would be too much black, and I like black. Don't get me wrong; it's yeah. really hard to pull off. Like it's really tough to, Dude. in a way, like, so many grays. Yeah, <laughs> it just takes time. I mean, oh. Yeah, I don't have time for that. It's, yeah. it's I don't not, have time to paint a regular miniature. Uh, I think it's like hard to get like you know when you spend time on like a, a model that's painted black, like it's hard to get like to get it to look good because I think like you know the black just kind of like absorbs the light and it's just like a black blob. Like ultimately, you know, like whereas if you're painting like you know like a, a blue ultramarine or, or something like that or yellow, like it's if you do like nicks and chips and stuff like that, you see it because it's on it, the field of light. You know, it naturally pops. Yeah, like mm-hmm. like so it's that much harder to make. Like, 
a good looking black army is probably the hardest army to mm. pull off. Like white is tough, but at the same time now with airbrushing, like oh, yeah. you can make the white look so much better, so much faster, like without all the crazy layers <laughs> with being able to like, yeah, being able to spray it. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, with black, like to make an army look black and people like, not just like look like, you know, just kind of like <laughs> glance at it and kind of like, okay, whatever. Like, <laughs> right. Their eyes kind of roll right over it. Mm-hmm. It's really, really hard. Well, you want your opponent's eyes to just roll over your your important black units. <laughs> <laughs> Not a euphemism, by the way, Danny. Wow. <laughs> uh, you, you want your opponents to be like, oh, they're just black. I don't have to worry about them. And then you unleash your iron fists on them or iron hands. and uh, Whatever and, they are. Yeah. yeah you're the old. I mean, they're both are appropriate. Yeah. <laughs> so we've been up to, Dave. Uh, well, I, I've been I've been working on the Yada Yada Marina probably for yeah. about uh, thirty six hours. Keep into going it. going back thirty six hours? Seriously? What? For real? Yeah. Like, why? How? Oh, dude, the, sorry, I'm not saying that. Like, I can't believe because that I, you've achieved that with just thirty six. Like, but like, I, I was a lot of, actually. <laughs> yes, nice. <laughs> um, no, I, I I put a lot of uh, learning practices. Like, I tried to, uh-huh. to pick up some different stuff and different techniques and, and try to practice and work different things on it. And I freehanded the yeah. symbol for the first time. And um, you know, I sat down with a guy who does a lot of freehand work uh, and uh, for over Twitter and we were talking just oh, okay. uh, DMing back and forth like hey yeah. man you know how do I've never freehanded a chapter symbol in my life I need this to look like uh, not like an eight-year-old did it so huh. how, how you know give me some talk to me because I couldn't find any videos on it oh, okay and uh, so you know you're your symbol that you freehanded looked pretty good. So, mm-hmm. hey, just a heads up. I couldn't find any videos on it anywhere. <laughs> so I should do one. So you should probably think about doing one. I could do one, but, yeah. you know. And, and I, I actually feel like it came out, it actually came out really well, in my opinion. Uh-huh. Um, but it, it's, you know, it's not master class. It's, yeah. it's better than a lot of stuff I've seen. And, but, you know, I, I, like I said, I, I went a different way. I, I did the quarter, because like, we had said heart. And because uh, we we had originally like it's a it's a heart symbol with a Y in it, so uh-huh. you know a flux capacitor. Uh-huh, yeah. So and so I, I you know when I was thinking talking about it, it was like just a black Y with a, you know a red heart isn't going to stand out right. So uh-huh. got the heart did a, did the red carried the red quarter pattern over to the heart itself and yeah. put the Y in it. Um, you know I, honestly I feel really good about it. Yeah. Uh, get, good, getting some flack from Tyson because he can't see oh. colors apparently. Uh, oh. He's like, "Yeah, why'd you do black for the jetpack and everything?" I didn't, dude. That's gray. <laughs> That's gray. Well, that kind of goes back to like you know painting black is that right. you ultimately have to paint gray, and then it's just like we tell ourselves that it's black, and you know because you did like a really dark gray for the most part, so right? And you know, it looks like it, highlighting and highlighting a black. But anyway, whatever. Yeah, I mean, I, I will. Like I said, I, I wanted the equipment to just kind of. Yeah, stand out a different. Than I actually really dug that. I was honestly going to borrow that for the uh, uh, for the backpack on the Reaver, but I forgot. I I feel like the Primaris uh, it, it worked for this. Like I wouldn't yeah. have done it if I just had a regular backpack. It oh, worked okay. for the jump pack because in it, it you know you've got the straps. So the straps uh-huh. are the, all that stuff kind of. If you do it a different color, it looks like it's supposed. In my opinion, you know, strapped to them okay. as opposed to the power pack, which is yeah. part of the, you know. <laughs> You know, I, if I'd had a regular backpack on it, I would have probably yeah. done a quarter scheme on it. I, I just love the discourse, like, afterwards, where you're like, well, obviously I painted it black so that they couldn't see them looking down on them. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, it's great, so that if, you know, if they're in a, you know, 
that's just the color they painted because they were fighting on a moon planet. Look at the yeah. look at my base; it's dark gray. So when they're flying above, it's like they're in water; they can't see it. And, right. you know, they're in the formation. Can't see the the red and white was, green that's attached to it <laughs> <laughs> underneath. Yeah, that's, 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 that's where I'm going with that. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. wait, a, wait a minute. Well, you know, sharks are sharks. Top of sharks are uh, you know ocean color. It just color. becomes more and right? more a copy oh, yeah. off of the carcharodon. Oh, totally. <laughs> <laughs> As time goes on, like, yeah. Like the background, like that all out, like oh. fighting for it, like they go all out. <laughs> More hands <laughs> reaching for the book, right? <laughs> like you steal shit out of I, I really, I, dude, I enjoyed writing the fluff for that. Just, yeah. you know, we're getting to the, what I was like, and the, you know, they were so awesome in this battlefield that Gulliman was uh, reported to have been like, damn, they can do whatever they want. You know, just, uh-huh. I was like, hey, it makes me laugh. And then, you know, when I wrote that, I was the last one to go. You guys were like, yeah, I'm going first. All serious here, flipping through the pages. <laughs> this is what I wrote. It's uh, canon now, this and that. And I was like, yeah, these guys are fucking straight up bitches, gangsters. They just fucking they just they, they stole. I stole from Mighty Ducks with the flying V. It was like they they go behind the big Thunderhawk and then they just whoosh, flying V. And that was the, the Mighty face. Ducks totally. Thing. Yeah. Okay. The flying V. I pick, I picked up on it. Uh, okay. It, yeah. <laughs> that's, so that's why I like you, Danny. <laughs> You, you get my terrible references. <laughs> I mean, dogs it's, a, crap. it's a movie from my childhood. So. I was an adult. Yeah, I was going to say. Like, <laughs> old balls. <laughs> so what else you up to? Was that... Uh, that, I, I've been, uh, I finished off all the decals except... Uh, you did half the... of the uh, Ultramar Cup the other day? I, I managed to do a game of the Ultramar Cup. <laughs> okay. I, like, I... I so I went out to uh, with it. no 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 no. So it was out at, it was out at MJ's, which is a great place so to play. Yeah. But <clears throat> the last Ultramar Cup had uh, you know eleven twelve people. So oh, okay. in in my head, I, I wasn't I wasn't feeling good to start with. So I wasn't going out. Uh, mm-hmm. John asked me if I could give him a ride back in because <laughs> I was so I was like, okay, I'll go. And uh, and I got three quarters of the way out there and uh, checked my messages. And John had been like, hey, man, something came up. I, I, I had to go do um, book reading or uh, oh. what, uh, Battle of the Books with his oh, son, yeah. which is great. Spend time with your kids. Sure. You know, if you got them, do it. Uh, but I was like, God damn it. <laughs> the whole reason I went to the Ultimate Cup at MJ's is so that I could give John a ride home at the end of it and, and you know, play some games and have a good time. But I walked in, and it was packed. Uh. And, like, about 30 seconds after walking in, like, the my front of my head just started pounding. So I played one game with... The, the uh, smell of nerd. Just I, I don't know if it was the... I, yeah. I, I don't know if it was like a... Because the, they have all those fluorescent lights. You know, uh, I don't know if there was pulsing okay. lights or something or, you know, anything could have just been it. Yeah. But, like, I... Ultramar Disco. Yeah. <laughs> it's two <Okay>. lights. Uh, <laughs> I played Andrew Chambers, uh, who, you know, had I guess really didn't play tournaments before. Okay. Uh, he had just picked up his Thousand Sons book the night before, so he was learning... Oh, it, wow. Uh, learning them yeah uh we had kind of uh, a couple uh in, um, teaching moments if yeah. you will um where he uh it basically, was that andy chambers texting you no i was checking to see i am buying a death guard army from him like oh really? right yeah. yeah 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 i saw that because he's so, doing thousand sons now that's cool um, <laughs> congrats thanks um, i'm pretty excited okay he, he had a he, he, we had a teaching moment uh uh-huh. where there where he um he advanced without rolling, and, yeah. I, and I said, "I said, you know what, dude? It's the Ultimate Cup. You're good. Just so you know, in a real tournament, you can be called out for that. You know, this is a friendly game. Just to give you a heads up, sure. there were a couple couple things like that. And then I taught him about the firepower of aggressors, um, 
30-man squad of Zangors, I opened up a space for them to uh, deep strike in from the webway using their new stratagem. Um, you opened a space for them? I, I, I moved, uh, like I, you know, set up so that you can't, if he, oh, if he went first, he couldn't have deep struck anywhere. Mm-hmm. And then I moved just enough stuff out of the way that the only place he could deep strike was X period right oh, behind the aggressors. Smart. Who didn't move. So how many aggressors? Three, 72 shots. A lot of shots. Ouch. Um, 30 Zangors were vaporized in a second. Really? Yep. <laughs> wow. Now, uh, he had... Have you played with the, repress- uh, the uh, aggressors or against them? Well, yeah, but I usually kill them pretty quick. Oh, okay. So. <laughs> All right. That's smart. <laughs> they haven't lasted more than like... Actually, so I've only played against them once, and I killed them like as soon as I blew up their transport. Oh, okay. So there were no more. Oh, see now, I, <clears throat> I don't ever start my aggressors in the transport. I, I use them as bait, to be honest. That's the that's the best way to use them. Is oh. is just setting a on an objective. They can't hold it, and if somebody uh, you know with ta- uh, objective secured takes it from them, but it, in order to assault them, you have to take seventy two shots because yeah. they're n- they're not that's moving. Fair. Um, the captain was standing right there with sure. them. Yeah, so, uh, although I didn't, I think I rolled like two ones the entire thing. It was the best I rolled that <laughs> entire game. And then after, it was like it was totally expended. He had also moved one of his expiring, uh, aspiring champions that had the, uh, the little teleport crystal okay. over at the same time with the Zangors. He said, I'm just going to move this now while I'm setting these up. I said, okay. And then I wiped his unit out. I said, now if you'd like, you can go ahead and move him back because technically he wouldn't have moved until after this was all resolved, so no, that's not true actually. Well, because I no, because I have to aspect scan. It interrupts. Every, it stops everything you, that's happening. When you deep strike the Zangors, that happens at the end of the movement phase. Correct. So he would have already had to move the sorcerer, and then deep strike the Zangors. Oh, interesting. See, I didn't. I didn't actually know that. In that sense, I assumed it was just the same thing you as let the him deep strike. No, I didn't. He. I told him he could take it back. Right, but so you technically, were, I was right. You were very nice. You were very nice to him, though. <laughs> I was. Uh, well, it was it's a, ultra market. It's, it's the ultimate like market. It's a friendly it's, game. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's for it's you know this is the exactly the environment that you should be learning that kind of stuff in. Um, yeah. So the in, <clears throat> there uh, there was a charge phase where he was uh, charging a, a repulsor that managed to actually kill some stuff um, as he was assaulting it. Does <laughs> um, <laughs> <I> laugh? There's <laughs> so much dice. Uh-huh, you, yeah. you, you don't charge us. Please don't charge repulsors. It takes like ten minutes to yeah. play Overwatch. <laughs> Oh my uh, gosh. But the first thing he. It, it, I have to keep like consulting like the list for <laughs> the repulsor. Right? Like, and it's what else is it out there again? Yeah, and it's uh, not like in a good order. Like, you no. have to actually refer to what your tank. Yeah, it's. It, <laughs> just like a spreadsheet on like, fair, the order not. of shooting with a repulsor. Right, right. No, <laughs> yeah. totally. I, I, I have an order that I roll everything in. Like, oh, okay. I, I look at the guns. At this point, I've done it enough that yeah. I look at the guns and I go, okay, I'm going from front to back, and this is what I. And, you know, so I know everything <laughs> that's going on. So I roll it in the right order. But I, I nuked two of his. his uh, Chaos. <laughs> <laughs> Nuke, Nuke two of his um, um, thousand sons, and he started to pull them off in the front. And I said, "You don't, you don't want to do that. You don't want to do that. You want to take them off from the back. It's you've only got, you know, it's a four man squad. Pull them off from the back. The front is a seven and a half inch charge. The back is an eleven inch charge. You basically will have just wasted everything, dude, dude, from the front. So, you know, he did. Like I said, it was uh, unless I'm playing somebody that has been in a lot of tournaments and done a lot of stuff. You know, I'm, I, I will always talk tactics through the game while I'm playing with him. Um, he ended up beating me uh, 18 to 1. Oh, wow. Wow. Um, I so apparently, I, I, apparently I talked too much <laughs> tactics. Um, you could take credit for that win. 
I'm not going to. Yeah. He, he, well, uh, I, I just gave you credit for it. Thanks. In my head, I did. It, it, <laughs> to be fair, uh, I think if you actually ask Andrew when you see him and like, hey, so I heard you beat Dave, was it Magnus? He'll probably just tell you, yes, it was Magnus. Because um, oh. Magnus is a beast. He is. In 1,500 points. He's uh, technically a Primarch. Not a beast. <laughs> no, I guess no. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, he's a monster. Yeah, like, that's a monstrous, yeah. monstrous creature. Uh, he he Dave, did something right. that I, I didn't know you could do. I had to oh, actually yeah. ask Nate on. Um, he trans. Uh, he used one of his claim other kids to, uh, on their tax deductions. Yeah. <laughs> no, is this legal, dude? I'm a TO, not a tax. <laughs> not a TA. Wow. Not that a tax was really good. Can't you audit this game, Nate? <laughs> I got an extra six hundred bucks on my tax return. <laughs> Thanks, Nate. <laughs> <laughs> he, uh, he he turned one of his uh, aspiring champion uh, sorcerer individual guys into a beast of uh, into whatever a chaos spawn. A chaos spawn. Thank you. Uh, and then like it put it right into combat. Yeah. Which and I was like, well, that doesn't sound right. Are you sure? That's uh, Nate yeah, said. No, that's right. Yeah, it doesn't have any kind of range restriction as far as how far away it has to be from enemy monsters right. within six inches. Which oh. which is strange because no, almost every single other thing similar to that says you know must be more than one inch away. Right. So that it's not in combat. So he he put it directly into combat with a repulsor and five uh, five intercessors. Oh, that's like oh. no, yeah. He tied me up. I was like, oh, <laughs> okay, good move because our man was about to get you know. Eleven. He's a thousand. No, no, no. Oh, okay. No, the guy was standing. <laughs> the, the guy was standing next to Armand. Then the the, uh, the regular intercessor were going to nuke him, and then the repulsor was just going to blow Armand off his damn disc. But sure. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I was like, oh shit, that was really smart. And I think they, I didn't know that was possible. Yeah, sure, sure. Uh, <laughs> I would have been more than six inches away. I think they do that, though, just in case you get locked in combat with, like, a big squad, like, a you know, a 30-man unit of boys, mm. and you can't actually place him within six inches that's not in combat. So, like, they, they want people to be able to use it, you know, anytime they want to turn their guy into a spawn. It was very effective. Oh, yeah. okay. Which is, which is cool. So it, there's, some, there's a lot of cool tricks you can do with that one, I think, actually. Yeah. It's not typically a great choice to do, <laughs> um, but... <clears throat> I mean, because those, like, the sorcerers and stuff like that, you're talking about 120-point model Ooh. turning into a, you know, a 33-point spawn. So it's not a great exchange of points. Yeah, but the spawn did but, work, you know. Sure. Whereas the sorcerer in combat would not, I don't think, would have done work. I, I, you know, if I couldn't have, if I wouldn't have killed it, I was close enough to him, obviously, if six inches, I was going to assault him, you know. Sure. I had no doubt he was going to die to... And that's, that's yeah, that's totally fair. I mean, so, not not a super tough unit, but... The uh, Chaos Spawn and Thousand Suns can do some work because they have a strategy for, for, for Spawn that lets them, like, choose. Like, you know, Spawn roll on a chart okay. to see, like, what kind of special thing they do. Oh, okay. And you can spend a strategy point to get to pick the result. Oh, nice. And you get to reroll the dice on how many attacks they get because they get D6 attacks. Oh, okay. So that's, like, a really cool, like, a unit of five Spawn and oh. Thousand Suns seems like a pretty good choice to me. Like, I would definitely want to no this <laughs> You're 100% right. I am of the firm impression Nerglings are the best unit in the entire game. Really? Yeah, I, I'm right. with him. I am 100% with him. I've been saying it since the, the Death Guard Codex came out. Why? So Nerglings deploy uh-huh. when you de- – so normal – like a lot of times with scouts or, – or not scouts, Space Marine scouts, but like infiltrators and things like that, like you have to hold them back, mm. and then they deploy before the first game, the first game turn starts. Okay. 
Nurglings just deploy when you deploy them as long as they're nine inches outside the enemy deployment zone and enemy models. Mm. And they're troops, right? So and they they're have... troops, so they're objective security yeah. and take them in demons. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. So, and they have four wounds apiece. With okay. A, with a, and they're toughness two, which is terrible, right? Yeah. But four wounds, five plus invulnerable save. Mm-hmm. And they have a five plus feel no pain save against weapons with uh, damage one. Okay, yeah. So they're, damage really, one? They're, they're what um, a unit is. Oh, oh uh, right. Okay, right. So like against bolters, lasguns, stuff sure, like that. Yeah, yeah. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. A, a lot Small of a lot of weapons. Okay. Yeah. Heavy bolters uh, still only have damage one. Cannons. Technically, nice. plasma guns only have damage one. Unless you overcharge them. Yeah. Overcharge your plasma guns against Darlings. <laughs> um, <laughs> Dark Angels, you should be overcharging every turn regardless. Well. <laughs> but um, they're objective secure. Okay. They have infiltrate. Yeah. Um, they're reasonably tough they're only 18 points of base so oh that's not bad so like that's a like whole a, unit of an intercessor exactly yeah. no okay. same point cost yeah a base of th- or a unit of three of them is 54 points mm. and so i feel like you get a lot with that and playing it playing the lvo um the guy who was playing them was playing them super good he did like uh, behind enemy lines uh as just one of his secondaries <clears> and <throat> just hung them out behind you know, my army kind of, or not, but like off to the side of it a little bit. Okay. So they were be, I would have to like divert some force to actually get to them. And I'm like, dude, I don't want to waste my time on the I've got, <laughs> yeah. I've, I've okay. got shit to do. Wow. And so like super effective choice. I can never get to them really. And uh-huh. yeah, they scored him four, four extra points. So nice. Yeah. They yeah. were really solid. For no, 57 I, points. So for I, 54 points yeah. or for that and 108 points for two, for two squads. Oh, okay. Yeah. Damn. And they block cool. like other people's deep strikers. Okay. So you can put them out in front of your army to kind of make a screen oh. so that because you can't deep strike within nine inches of an enemy model, mm. right? So like you can push people back so they can't like alpha strike your army with deep strikers right on the first turn or second oh, turn. Wow. Right? Okay. So a lot of utility with that unit, like a surprising amount. Huh. So I always kind of thought the, uh, uh, what was it? Like the, um, Oh, the, the plague zombie guys. What are they called again? The poxwalkers. Yeah, like poxwalkers are great. They seem like they're pretty amazing. But you're, you're I was, putting nerglings above them. Uh. So I was. So Gary posted a uh, uh, Gary posted an, an army list. Okay. On competitive 40k today, and so I was giving them some feedback on <sighs> I that. I really have to get on there. <laughs> <laughs> and so uh, he was asked, like, I asked him why he had so many poxwalkers because I think like one unit of poxwalkers is probably good. Okay. But like you know maybe two units I could see some you know redundancy is good and all that. Um, but I would say that they're the second best choice out of the Death Guard book. Okay. The best choice out of the Death Guard book is the Plague Burst Crawler. After well, Nerglings. Okay, all right. Really? Nerglings are technically Death Guard. Uh, they're uh, just demons. So, uh, go ahead. You, you would place the Plague Burst Crawler higher than the Myphetic uh, Blight Haulers? Oh, yeah. Really? Yeah, not even a question. Really? The hall, they're a little expensive. I mean, not expensive, but they're, I think they're, they're overpriced, overpriced, right? You think so? Yeah. A little bit. A little bit. Like, I don't know. They should it, be 120 points a piece instead of 142. Hmm. It's basically 142 like, each. Yeah, because basically like a dreadnought. I, I mean, it's more or less. Like, that's like, essentially a dreadnought. Yeah. I mean, you have like your multi-multi. You have your yeah, missile no, no. launcher. I, you know. They're really solid. I honestly thought they were cheaper than that. No, they're what? that expensive. They're actually two points more expensive than a plague burst crawler. Mm-hmm. Hmm. So yeah, like, no, you're right then, because you, they're really only effective in units of three. Yep. So they're really good with the new great and clean one. Oh. Uh, he has uh, a bell, uh, one of his options, and the bell will bring back uh, from every Nurgle demon unit within seven inches uh, a dead model on a four plus. What? So, and they're Nurgle demons. Oh wow! So you can bring back a hundred and forty-two point 
Yeah, oh, so, so, they, so by the way, that's the army that my partner and I are playing on, wow. on Saturday. Like, we're going to try and work that. To okay. make, make, <laughs> we're going to ring that bell and see how that works out. <laughs> oh, my gosh. The, uh, so, yeah. so can you bring him in a Death Guard army, or is that allies? So you would want – well, so there's not really allies anymore. You've right. been like – yeah. they all yeah. have to share one keyword, right? So your army is like a chaos army oh, or okay. a Nurgle army or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Death Guard has, has the Nurgle keyword, doesn't right. it? Right, so mm-hmm. you could take Nurgle, uh, Nurgle Demon Detachment. So we're taking like – so like a lot of times I'll take like a Nurgle Demon Battalion uh-huh. for some Nurglings because okay. then they become objective secured because they're not if you take them in Death Guard. Uh-huh. Then I'll take a Death Guard Battalion or whatever I'm taking in Death yeah. Guard, maybe a Spearhead because I – so I can get a bunch of playbird crawlers. Right. <laughs> okay. So my goal is to run six in my next two thousand point army with playbird mm. crawlers. Wow. That's so I think that'll be. There's a guy at LBO running ten. Jesus. Yeah, people were saying that was. They were like, "That's insane. Why would you run that much?" I I think that it's yeah. And okay. he had, I mean, he had like a good list. Like I come up, with, I had come up with a similar concept list to that. But I think you want some. I think you want some screens out in front, and I think that the new Nurgle trees, um, uh, the feculent. Can you, can uh, you take them in forty uh, k? Yeah. Oh. They're a, they're a fortification. <laughs> nice. Oh. And since they're a demon unit, you can spend a command point and deep strike them. Oh. Um, or you can summon them. Hmm. Or you can bring uh, uh, Slimux, uh, the, the, <laughs> the new snail rider. On the snail rider. Oh, my God. I'm bringing him on Saturday. Um, <laughs> he, uh, he can plant a tree after at the end of the movement phase. Wow. Within three inches. You have to pay the points for it, but yeah. he gets to put it wherever he wants. That's beautiful. I, I love this idea that, like, you could create terrain. And so it, like, cool. I mean, it's so fluffy, like, with yeah. the idea of the Garden of Nurgle and everything. Like, that's yeah. way cool. He's got the garden shears on his on his shoulder, over his shoulder. <laughs> I put them together. That model has so many cool details. Like, oh. the, all of the Nurgle stuff they've been doing oh really God. has a lot of cool details. Like, I, I really... Love the way that the Primaris look, but mm. by comparison, the amount of extra detail that everything they're coming out with for Nurgle is yeah. just, it's like, oh, well, these just look generic. It makes sense. They're Space Marines. Yeah, but, right. <laughs> but uh, crap, you know, so much work. So so pretty. Uh-huh. I'm really excited about working. That's like my next army that I'm working on is a Death Guard okay. and, and Nurgle. Nurgle Demons mostly, but also some Death Guard stuff. Oh, okay. like, so I'm super stoked about painting that stuff. I've been building a crap out of it i think i was uh um because i was working on like a death card army yeah. a while back and it was going to be like back when i think it was like six or seven sixth edition where it was like um you know it, it could ally with orcs and then, so i had like this nurgle orc orky nurgle stuff oh, that's like cool that. so yeah it was like super fluff like fun fluffy kind of a thing and so like the all the death card had orc, big orky axes and nice glyphs and stuff but uh of course like now we can't do that and so it's uh but you know i still had like a bunch of death card uh stuff and um, but I think like with the new guys, like it was almost like there was too much detail and I didn't like that because I'm a hobbyist and I love to add it myself. So it was like, I had to kind of like strip it down. I had to dumb it down in order to build it back up. But I think I finally got to the point where it's like, they keep putting out so many variations and so many interesting like Nurgle ar- ar- uh, figures. Right. Like it's yeah. not like, it's just like a, like, all right, that 10, like seven man squad is exactly like that seven man squad. Right. Like there, there's enough variety. They're going to gonna be different. Um, so I, I think it's, it's changing my perspective. So. Um, I, I think I'll, the lines are a little clean. Yeah. Like that would be my complaint. Like they're right. very smooth, and so I see Nurgle as being like pitted mm-hmm. and rusted and kind of rough. Yeah. And I don't think that the those models have that. Now that being said, yeah, the other details of the models are amazing. Although like having a stomach mouth is like a, <laughs> it's like a, that's like a Nurgle thing now. Like yeah. Nurgle, that's his mutation that he gives you. Mm. Like if you're gonna get a mutation, <laughs> it's either some kind of weird horn. Uh huh. 
Or you're going to get a stomach <laughs> and tentacle hand. But only one, one horn, you know? only one horn. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, dude. Well, it has to be. It can't be uh, symmetrical. Right. Yeah. yeah. But I think you could also paint it that way. And I think like the like sure. the, the shot, um, like the painters, like they paint it clearly so you could look at and see like the model. And I think like you know it accentuates that. But when I see like um, other people doing it online and like they actually go and put in like the 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 strokes like the the grease dripping down and stuff like oh, that. they kind of paint so the detail cool. in yeah then, then all of a sudden yeah. it changes because that was also like another like concern I had too was like ah oh, this is way too clean like I, I want to see more pit I want to see more texture but so I guess it's up to the, the the painter to make that happen but yeah I feel you dog I'm not trying oh, to yeah. be negative either like I love the models they yeah. are awesome like <laughs> they're so creative and everything like everything that they oh, yeah. come out with has been so amazing. <laughs> So, <clears throat> if I told you that I owned one of everything that they have come out with, with the exception of the great unclean one so far since the uh, oh wow would, really? would you be surprised by that? Because I do. I haven't really? I haven't painted it yet, but I own it because nice. I wanted I want to paint it at some point in time just to have it and paint it. I never want to play it. Huh. I don't have a codex, but I've got a squad of plague marines. I've got a scroll, uh, plock, pox walkers. I picked up the uh, the guy with the big sexy axe. Uh, all of the stuff from Dark Imperium. You know, I, oh, I picked wow. up. Okay. Off and on, you know all that stuff. The uh, malignant uh, plague caster guy. The uh, oh wow. Uh, I, I don't like. I'm going to convert that a little bit. I think I don't like the hand dust cloud thing that he's oh, doing yeah. when he's he's like he's summoning vomit, Dave. It's awesome. <laughs> it's, honestly, it's just, he looks like <laughs> he looks like I dream of genie blowing sand in somebody. You know, like a, like he's blowing sand in somebody's eye to, to blind him before he oh, slaps him with something Mr. or whatever. Sand. <laughs> and i get what they're going for it just doesn't play for me because it it stems up from the hand you know sure so it's and it doesn't it's distanced from the mouth like if it started at the mouth i could get it maybe well, maybe like, it's it, he's like he's blowing a gas and he like has like a lighter in his hand and maybe it's just like you know it's just lighting like right there. it's like coming from rents in his armor too oh so it's like blowing a stink cloud on somebody right oh interesting or, or like like, I don't know. Yeah, know, like he could have been, yeah, been yeah. throwing a fart. That's, <laughs> that's exactly it. He, he, grabbed, he cuffed it, pulled it up, and that's what it is. Or yeah. so he just farted in his armor, yeah. right? Oh. Like, and had it pump through the arm, <laughs> have it shoot out weaponized out of the holes in his I don't know, man. <laughs> that I mean, is so saying, hot. Wow. <laughs> hot boxing yourself and that's, that explains his sneer you know <laughs> yeah. he's like his mouth is you know and like, like that oh like oh <laughs> yeah. I think I just shark <laughs> that's how that's pretty good now now I kind of want to model one just yeah. I, I want to cut that off no and, and no no I want to cut that off uh -huh. and I want to model one where he's got his leg up like he's shaking it out trying to get <laughs> that leg <laughs> fly out the bottom <laughs> move the gas cloud to the bottom of the cup of the of the oh, armor okay. just like there it goes Perfect. i like it so you, you put one of those like the uh despicable me like fart gun noises in there nice be good. <laughs> love it yeah. tiny whoopee cushions every time i move him on the base <laughs> <laughs> new army <laughs> <laughs> danny's already envisioning this because yeah. he's got this locked down well like you could day. make your unit smell like different things yeah oh. like for in real life oh yeah. wow like i don't know like sean bulls had that emperor's children army right yeah yeah yeah. and he would spray every single one of his different squads with a different perfume really yeah Oh, I didn't know He's that. He's really dedicated. Yeah. yeah. I would be oh so like they all smell differently. Uh, I, that would might kill me if I was trying to play it. That's amazing. Really? Are you sensitive to that stuff? I, weird, uh, like uh, perfumey um, fake smells. I see. Hmm. They're not real smells. Well, the, but like they don't um, actually smell artificial. Febreze for, for uh, cover-up smells oh, okay. and stuff like that. The chemical I, smells. Yeah, chemical smells. Oh, okay. It's like they, they, they get to me. So I'm it's very like, pro-chemical mm. smell. 
<laughs> about it. You know what? Uh, I'm very pro chemical smell too uh, at at tournaments. Um, so if, oh. <laughs> yeah. So that's one thing I noticed. Like, no, nobody smelled bad. I felt like wow. I did not walk by any reekers, which uh-huh. was great. Well, no, nobody was living homeless out of their car before LVO either. Most of them had a place to stay. Yeah. So. So they, you Unless know. they pump all that air into those things that oh. sends it into a casino anyway. That sends it, right? <laughs> they saw you guys come in and they were like, turn it up, turn it up. <laughs> we're going to need Sir, it's at a 10 already. <laughs> yeah. Turn it up to 15. We're going to need it. <laughs> we're going to need Jose down there changing the filters every eight minutes. I think they're just like, they, they tape a bunch sir, of Sir, <laughs> sir, we got the filters. What do you want me to do? Oh, man. I think you just, like, tape, like, Old Spice sticks to the fans. (laughs) (laughs) Everybody, like, car air fresheners, like, anything. Like, they go to the store and fill up a a whole shopping cart full of any kind of air freshener thing they can get. Febreze. End of every game. Somebody's like, did your opponent smell like uh, (laughs) pine-scented, like, the pine coat air freshener? Yeah. Did yours? He did. <laughs> Weird. It's a different culture here now. I don't understand. And plus, you know, when you guys go to sleep in in valleys, they actually have that uh, that service where they come in and like give you that. Um, you know, they do the sponge bath for you to uh, to clean you because they know you're going back in there the next day because you got the high roller package, right? I, I, I did not. <laughs> what? Oh, you didn't get the high roller package? Uh, no, oh, that's the way to go. Well. Just get it next time; it's worth it. You and I did definitely did not get that. <laughs> no, we got the extra extreme low rent package. Yeah. <laughs> Which, yeah. by the way, I still recommend that. Yeah. I mean, staying in the hotel. I we, love it. Like one of the first things I saw, like when we uh, pulled up there, was like some lady going through the dumpster. <laughs> Dude, my, <laughs> favorite, my favorite part of that nice. place was the uh, the cat caves. The cat kit? Oh, right, right. I forgot about that. So so we stayed about uh, three blocks off the strip. Okay. Which, by the way, if you go three blocks off the strip... It's you... a totally different place. Oh, my God. Oh, man, it's like... The poverty danger. and everything. Yeah. Oh, no, it was totally dangerous. Uh, but not for us. Because we were fearless. <laughs> From Alaska. Yeah. <laughs> like, we went walking. I'm from I got this. <laughs> we, went, we went walking. <laughs> yeah, we'll show you dangerous. <laughs> Shit, son, we grew up in Spinard. What do you got? <laughs> Everybody yeah. listening to this is like, I don't understand the Spinard what thing. It, what it, uh, it's hyper-local for you. <laughs> yeah. Spinard is like Compton if Compton was actually dangerous. So but also there you go. Yeah, yeah. Well, now it is, it's but it wasn't when we were growing just up. just a shithole. <laughs> well, no offense. Thanks. Yeah. We're God sitting in as, yeah. as we're sitting in Spinard. Yeah. <laughs> just the house is really nice. As I have a broken window in my garage door, like part of the visqueen still hanging from the ceiling. <laughs> like, uh, Danny, this is, uh, I don't know if you know this, my role is actually to alienate our listeners by making fun of certain areas, so you're kind of stepping on my toes there a little bit. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry, man. <laughs> I think it cost us a couple Australians, some Scots, definitely all of our Asian listeners at yeah. one point in time. It was pretty bad. Uh, uh, okay. But, but I'll let you take Spinard. You can take that bullet. <laughs> sure. Yeah, I'll I'm so confused <laughs> with this logic train. Uh, so, so, yeah, no, we stayed We stayed in, like, a, a dangerous part of town. Like, there were cops bussing people all oh, the time. Yeah. We walked to a Thai food restaurant, like, another block and a half away, and we had people being like, what are you white people doing out here? Just going yeah. for Thai food. I counted four busts within that, that, that walk of, like, three blocks. But we didn't care. Because four what? Four busts. So, like, cops Arrests. have, like, arrested multiple oh, four busts. Yeah. I, I shouldn't say busts, but, yeah. They, <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm like, Sorry, I usually cut Daddy Suck, I was on the strip. That. I counted like 7,000 busts. <laughs> Let me tell you, I was collecting cards. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> oh, Isn't that crazy? <laughs> we, so we sat out outside and drank for like uh, maybe like four hours. Yeah. Like just on like in like one of the little parks or whatever out in front of the casino, like on the strip. Mm-hmm. So many random people just trying to sell us stuff or get oh, us to go places. Like, really? and like, oh, so bad. Like, <laughs> I was told I was going to hell at least three times. Anyway. Yeah, no, you're, you're good, Danny. You're good. Okay. It was it was more of a, oof, we've been going for a long time yeah. without a, oh, okay. an actual yeah. break. Because we had that fake break. But, yeah, uh, no. Um, so, yeah, let's take a quick break. And uh, we should get into some Emperor's Children or, no, painting competition. Let's do the painting competition. Yeah. So, so we got our numbers up, right? Yep. Okay, cool. Yeah, let's take a break. Man, my old lady is so moody right now. I hate that time of the month. Not me. I buy generic tampons. They clean up all that gross lady stuff, and she's happy because we've saved money. Wow, generic tampons. I'll have to give those a try. Damn, I can't believe I lost another game. All of my dice are rolling once. Quit the whining, man. You should change your cotton. Another rending hit. Thanks, generic brand tampons. Generic brand tampons, not just for ladies. For a limited time, send in six applicator sticks for a free dice bag. That's what a full load is, Dave. Oh, yeah, I'm sure he does. <laughs> <laughs> now, now that we're recording, you can tell us all about the full load, Dave. Mm. <laughs> so anyway, we have... Uh, <laughs> it's good to see you guys. Thanks I take for... a part-time. I take a half a load. <laughs> That's all you need. That's all I need. I you get the salt load. content for the month. <laughs> 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 no, I'm good. A, I gotta drink a bunch of Gatorade after that. <laughs> gotta worry, worry about gout. We're back. <laughs> All right. <laughs> now we're back. All right. So, uh, so last month we uh, we challenged mm. you guys to uh, to paint up uh, two different sections, two rounds of uh, of our war yeah. on gray plastic uh, that challenge. That was awesome, uh, and I totally aced the crap out of that and beat your ass. We haven't. At quartering. Did you, what? 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 Different things. Oh, whatever. Uh, <laughs> my quartering is actually better than yours. <laughs> whatever. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> We're back to that again. All right. So uh, this part is for you guys, the listeners who participate. See, here, here's the great thing is, like, uh, John was supposed to paint one, too, but and John's he did. not here. But uh, Danny's here instead, so. I did not paint one. Yeah, he failed. I did listen to the episode. I feel like that's okay. a pretty good contribution. <laughs> I appreciate that. Could you download it, like, another mm, 2,000 times? Gotcha. <laughs> and, uh, and paint the model, and then come back and talk to us. <laughs> you, don't, you don't have to paint the model, but uh, dude, yeah. why are you why are you gonna I, be undermining me? Yeah, I don't want to paint a model. We'd be horrible yeah. co-parents. Yeah, see, we really would. <laughs> go to your room. Don't go to your room. Damn it, you're grounded. No consistency. <laughs> Let's go out for ice cream. My <laughs> <laughs> two dads. Worst sitcom ever. Yeah. Ted and Dave and Danny, their kid. Daddy's getting <laughs> grades, but. Not ice cream. Wait, no, yes, ice cream. Let's go. All right, I don't know. What? what? <laughs> Is that a song? Or? Yeah, it was. That was a really good song. <laughs> All right, so. Uh, this so was John Williams type shit. <laughs> scoring. So I, I want to give a, so we've got uh, entries from, uh, and I'm going to butcher these names, guys. Okay. Very, very badly. Get back into it and wrap it up. Sean uh, <laughs> Tien Yu. Okay, I'm, so you got the same list that we have then. Yep, you know, okay. I printed it out for you, so right. you have it. <laughs> You've got the same list I do. Uh, Albert Stewart. Well, it looks like Danny's doing his uh, scoring right now. No, I, I'm scored. <laughs> you're scored? Okay, you I scored. I ga- actually gave Danny a pre-scored sheet. So. Oh, really? This is what yeah, you're scored? So basically, Dave gets two votes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Isaac Layfield, uh, okay. Justin Woody. 
Uh, wait, 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 what are we? What are you? I'm just reading off the names because oh, okay. we're going through it. I'm, I'm not just saying, right. hey guys, good, great job. Okay. Uh, Greg Howard, Russell Priest, uh, who is uh, one of our UK listeners. Oh. Uh, Christopher Stroker, uh, Ryan Gossage, James uh, Faulkner, uh, Tyler Miller, one of our locals up here, yeah. of course. Uh, Chris Cornell, who painted a taller mm-hmm. uh, tank apparently with only like one hand or something. Uh, Andy Devoe, uh, who's another guy up here. Nobody really knows him. Heard yeah, him, probably never been not worth and, uh, and Curtis Stepson. <laughs> uh, so, uh, guys, you, you all did a great job. You should, you know, give yourself a round of uh, applause. I mean, obviously, hey, not thanks, everybody dude. can be a winner, you know, um, for this. But in my books, you're all winners uh, because you completed uh, oh. the challenge. <laughs> you just participation <laughs> awarded everything. Um, you just totally cheapened the entire thing. I did. Seriously. It's like LeBar Burton all of a sudden. <laughs> reading rainbow shit. You're all special. <laughs> Uh, learning how to paint. It's in a book. <laughs> so, no, it's in a video. All right. So uh, that aside, uh, let's okay. let's uh, let's do some uh, some scoring here. We did yeah. a ten point scoring, um, and you know we scored tif- each unit differently uh, <laughs> for each entry. If you had two entries, okay. Um, the we, uh, we really should have. Man, you know, I thought about like creating a spreadsheet so that we can import all these. I would have been just, really like, smart. Yeah, but, but uh, I. Use either that or actually score them. Yeah. So, I, so I, I'm just I'm going to read off. I only had time uh, for one. <laughs> so I've got a top five, um, and we can debate about it okay. as, we, as we see fit. Um, oh. My my number one was uh, was Albert Seward's Harlequins. Um, you could pick either either one. Really, they they were pretty much identical uh, mm. as far as paints go. I I really liked them. They were clean. Okay. Uh, they were nice. Uh, my number two. Real real quick. Um, do you want to? Mark, so he had two listings for Harlequins, right? Um, are you gonna? Are we ranking? We rank them independently, right? So like, like for for me, his second one was better than his first one, absolutely, right? And no, yes, yes. Was it the second one or was the first he, one? I don't know if the picture was just a lot better. Oh, okay. I think it was just a better or, picture. Like, but fortunately, the, uh, that counts. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's that's a large part. We of have this. to go off yeah. of what we see. Um, but the blending and the shading was a lot better on yeah. the second picture. Okay. Like you can get a better idea of that, I feel like. So if the first unit was is the same standard, yeah, good job. Well, first of all, good job either way. They were both yeah. beautiful units. Yeah, they really were. So so you had the uh, the Harlequins at number one, and that yeah. was a 10-point. Oh, you're right. The picture is way better for two. Yeah. Do you see what I'm saying with the checks? Yeah, like the checks look a lot better in the second uh-huh. picture. Yeah, it's just a it's, well because it's washed out in the first with the light. Yeah, I mean it's um, still a decent picture, but it, like the other one, is, right, so like, you could really tell like what's going on there. So for, sure. for uh, my number one overall uh, uh-huh. winner is uh, is the round two Harlequins for Albert. Stewart. Okay, okay, and then uh, my number two overall. And, and this was uh, are you going for like ten points at this point? Or um, I didn't actually get anybody at ten. Oh, okay. I usually do that too, where it's like nine is the best, and then ten has to like come over, make me dinner, like yeah, give me a blowjob. I mean, these and these, Harle- these Harlequins were nice, but I didn't even get a goodbye kiss after the date. So, <laughs> okay. you know, I'm glad we're on the same page. Yeah, um, so I, I ranked right. them nine. Okay. Um, in fact, they were they. I, it was a nine point seven. It yeah. was Pretty close uh-huh. as far as but just judging by the picture for me. Okay. Um, uh, nine point seven. You said. Yeah. Oh wow! Now we're into the points again. Jeez, yeah, well, that's like really specific. Yeah, I did a point five to break it up. <laughs> I had to give the points in there because uh, because I have people at nines and the way that I rank them. Oh, out. so you didn't want to do ten. Oh, right. Okay, you didn't um, guess you afterwards. Chun, uh, Chun Tian. Mm-hmm. 
uh, whose name I, you know, and I really apologize. I'm butchering it yeah. terribly. I know that's not how you say it. Um, his tax squad was, was nine oh, for me. Okay. Um, it was really clean. It was, it was just really, yeah, really good. Um, the, I, I can't say anything bad about it. You know, it just, it wasn't the Harlequins. <laughs> so oh, okay. that's, so, you know, he's, he's at a 9.5. So he's, he's down a little bit, but okay. it, it was really good. Wow. Um, you're right up in there with like the shades of gray. Really? Okay. Um, I liked, uh, I liked Ryan Gossage's, uh, Ogren. Uh-huh. Um, there's something about it. It just appealed to me. Okay. It, you know, it was a pretty good, pa- it was a good paint job. That was, that's my number three. Okay. Um, my number four is, uh, Curtis Stephenson's Howling Banshees. Mm. Um, I, I, I just liked them. They, they were, they're textbook looking. They could have used a little okay. bit more highlights to the hair. Mm. Um, but the, the bases were good. It, it, yeah. You know, they just, they look, they look good. They look clean. They, they look great on the tabletop. Uh, and the only thing that, like I said, they highlights on the hair, but okay, they're pretty good. Uh, and then last but not least, uh, Chris's uh, tank. Okay. I like the tank. Mm-hmm. Um, it just, it, I, I couldn't put my finger on it other than the conversion and stuff that were done to it. There was something about it that I just couldn't put my finger on that I just didn't that didn't huh. flow for me with the paint job. And I, and I, did you figure it out? No, I haven't figured it out. Uh-huh. And I, you know, like like Danny, you didn't get to see the video. You know, like he has a video where he spins the whole thing around. Yeah. And there, you know, I had to take a screenshot of it to just kind of yeah. do something with it. But sure, it, it just it felt like it was missing something, mm-hmm. and I couldn't put my finger on it. Okay. So those are my five ranked. Okay. So. Um, it seems like so the highest one was the Harlequins, mm-hmm. the the second one, right? And then uh then this the second your number two was the Tactical Squad? Uh the number two was the Tactical Squad. Okay. It's the Ultramarine Tactical Squad. Okay. Two, as much one. as it pains me for an Ultramarine Tactical <laughs> Squad. Yeah, God, God knows I hate Ultramarines. Oh jeez. Um and then you had uh the Ogren was number three? The Ogren was number three. Okay. Uh and then Oh gosh, what was the other? Oh, um, you had the number four was a Howling Banshees, Howling Banshees. and okay. then uh, the Taller and Tank. Okay, cool. All right. Okay, so the the tank was number five. Uh, my, and that. my honorable mention goes to Isaac. Um, yeah, it's it's a good looking model. Uh-huh. I just it, it didn't feel finished. Oh, okay. Even though it, you know. Yeah. So. All right, Danny, what you got? Okay. Um, so I also had the same uh, number one as Dave. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, Harlequins number two. Uh-huh. Um, uh, by Albert were really, really well done. Um, the, the checks were really, were nicely shaded and highlighted. Yeah. Um, I actually, so to be, to, to be critical. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, I felt like the black, the black was a little flat, oh, but okay. I know, how, but we talked about that yeah. a little bit earlier. It's really Talk. hard to do. So, I mean, I give a little bit of pass on that. Mm-hmm. Um, but everything else was really clean. Mm-hmm. Uh, the metal on the guns was really nice. Uh, everything was well defined. Like it looked, it looked really slick. The bases were also really good. Okay. Um, so I ranked them as an eight point five. Oh, okay. Um, and so yeah, so the Harlequins were were number one. Mm-hmm. Um, number two, uh, I actually had a three way tie for number two. Oh, that's high. I ranked all of them at seven point five. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> who are those? So I had uh, Isaac's great unclean one uh-huh. uh, because the color palette's really nice. The contrast is really good. I like okay. some of the details that he's done with the washes. Uh-huh. Um, it looks really good. Um, I also felt like uh, Mr. Hughes 
uh, Ironclad Dreadnought mm-hmm. was really well done. Oh. I actually ranked it better than the Tactical Squad. Uh-huh. Um, I think that the base could have been done a little bit better. It could have used a little bit more contrast, <clears throat> maybe some static grass. Yeah. Um, but the weathering was really good. The highlights were very neat um, and well painted. Mm. Um, so I like that. Qu- I like that quite a bit. Um, I could see that. I think. I think a, a larger model on the base like that definitely needs a little bit something more. Like it, like yeah. a, a smaller base, you can get away with it. Totally. Sure. Yeah. But if you're on a sixty millimeter, you need to have something on there that's not a part of the model that's different. So yeah. it has to be like a rock, um, some grass, like in a interesting way, or like a, I don't know, a, a corpse, something like that. Would <laughs> really, all that really helps. Or battlefield degree, like some ruins. <laughs> like as you as you bring these, you know, up, just your standard basic stuff. But it's, uh, it's kind of grass, interesting, like cause, rubble. Corpses. You know, we do these things, and like we, we when we build like <laughs> the, the bases, we put the rock on there, we put the logs on there, we put like the corpses on there. Like, there's definitely things that like we often do, and like without like discussing it. And uh, so it's interesting to see, hear this thing, like this dialogue that we have with our models, like being discussed verbally. Like it almost like <laughs> as you speak it, like it almost sounds like it's like base clip art. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, like, and like yeah, uh, yeah, that's the course, that's the accurate, rock, right? I mean, it's yeah. totally it. We all yeah. do it. Pieces of sticks to look like trees. Space Marine helmet. That, uh... <laughs> a dark angel. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Make sure it's a dark angel. It's a corpse. Exclusive. That's for you, Phil. <laughs> Phil doesn't listen. He's too famous now. <laughs> and uh, uh, so the last on my uh, my three way tie uh, would be uh, Chris Cornell's uh, Talarn tank. Oh, uh, I really liked uh, the model on the back. I felt like it was nicely uh, nicely painted. Um, I uh, or I'm sorry, not on the back, on the top, mm-hmm. because it's a uh, the guy. He's like uh, uh, Rahim or whatever. Uh, it looks like that guy or Lawrence of Arabia surfing on the top of this what? cloak billowing in the wind. Yeah. So when he submitted that, he was like, oh, I hope Ted gets the name and likes it. And I'll be honest, I didn't get it. Yeah. So I, I'm going to need you to explain it to me because you're like, ah, it's hilarious. Well, so it's not on the model itself. Like, it's actually right. the it, file name. Yeah, his his file name when he submitted it. Which is? Uh, t- like, tell the, tell the ran in or something yeah, like that. Yeah, it's Ted ran yeah, <laughs> that's the way it was beginning. Oh, okay, well, it took me a second to so like the model. Re- I was like, I don't understand that. I, I want to like, oh, rank. Gotcha. I'm going to move the Teller and Tank uh, down? down below uh, Devoe because of the pun, <laughs> <laughs> just because of the the blatantly throwing it at Ted. Uh, <laughs> His pandering to the audience. Yeah, pandering to the judges. Um, <laughs> that's funny. Uh, all right, so um, so looks like, yeah, that's interesting. So, I think the Harlequins are all right. So for the for the sake of this, because we have a first, second, and third prize, I, actually. What about mine, yo. No, well, no, but I'm just well, saying. Can I guess my last choice? Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah go oh, you me. have another choice. Oh, do you want me to rank the? Top yeah, you're, three that you're are gonna tied? you're gonna have to. That okay. Or the, so if I'm gonna rank them, I'm gonna rank them uh, the great unclean one. Mm-hmm. Um, number that, two, number okay. number two, number three, and I would do them in the order uh, that we, I listed. We, them. we really we we ought to do this with points because this is. Kind of point we have the points for. So, um, so real quick. Uh, so, give Dave, you have the Harlequins at nine point seven, right? So, if we're doing by points, uh, nine point five, and then we're going to add up the points. It, yeah, and then it that's how we'll determine who okay, goes first. That's fine. So, then what did you have, for, uh, Danny? What did you have for the Harlequins? Uh, eight point five. Okay, eight point five. All right, and then um, uh, it looks like the two was not tied. Like you guys, so. Like uh, if I have to choose, like I'm, I'm, I'm giving you the order in which I would choose them. Okay, 
it actually looks as though if we do this by points, um, the uh, so okay. So what did um, what did the uh, the dreadnought get from me? It looks like yeah. So what did what did you guys get for the dreadnought? I would say the dreadnought was a seven point five from me. Seven point five, and you and, and I gave the dreadnought an eight point five. Eight point five. Okay. Um, and then let's see. Uh, number three. You had the unclean one at how many points? I also gave the great unclean one a 7.5. 7.5. What'd you give it, uh, Dave? Uh, I gave him a 7.5 as well. 7.5. Okay. And then um, uh, the Ogren. What'd you guys give for the Ogren? Well, he didn't give the Ogren anything. I gave it uh, a 6. Okay. Oh, booyah. Uh, uh, what'd you give it? I gave it uh, an 8. Okay. All right. So who were some of the other big ones? Uh, uh, the tank. Oh, so okay. The, yeah. The tank. Uh, I gave the t- I gave the tank also uh, an eight, and I give the tank a seven point five. Okay, and then the other one for me that I, I ranked was a Howling Banshees, okay. uh, which was so I gave you the dread- the dreadnought, but I actually gave the Tack Squad a nine, and the Howling Banshees also got a nine. Uh, okay, so Tack. I just I gave you the dreadnought score because Danny has the dreadnought. Gotcha. Okay, so uh, tactical the squad was nine. The Banshees was also nine. What'd you rank for the Banshees? Uh, six. Danny? Six. And then the Tax Squad? Uh, the, ta- the Tactical Squad, I ranked a seven. Okay. Uh, who else scored high on here? Um, okay. I think. And, uh, so and I gave Isaac, uh, I gave the uh, the Great Unclean One, uh, what did I say? 7.5. Seven, 7.5, 7. yeah. Okay. So uh, I'm just grabbing like the people who, for those of you who ranked. For those models that were ranked in your top five, I'm uh, looking right. for He's, scores on those. Ted's tracking. This is amazing radio. Uh, I know. He's sweating, <laughs> actually, right now. Uh, so <laughs> so uh, I, I gave the Harlequins. Um, well, you, you can go to the Harlequins. Eight. We'll you do that. Here and then the second. Dread, uh, I gave. Oh, you're just going to go right through yeah, it? I'm just going to go okay. right Danny through it. Danny, what was your fifth one, Danny? Did you? Oh, um, I was going to do uh, probably the Howling Banshees. Oh, okay. Would you? So. Oh, you already, right. already, already gave that six. Okay. All right. Uh, all right. So the unclean one, I gave a nine. The ogren, I gave a nine. Uh, Chris Cornell's tank, I gave a seven. Uh, and then the banshees. Let's see. Where was it? The banshee, banshee banshees. Damn. Do you have a picture? I, I lost it on the squad. <laughs> like I wrote it down next to like the name of. Oh, here it is. Okay, so I gave that one a six. Yeah, I, I um, gave you a sheet with the names and everything. Yeah, I know. I'm looking at it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, we're going to tally up the score here. Yeah. Um, this will be exciting. Okay. It's uh, really nail biting. down yeah. what Who's going to win? I'm stressing out right now a little bit because, you know, and, you know, when I started this in my head, I was like, I'm just calling the judge. I don't give a crap what Ted said. But then Ted was like, you're out of mob rules. I was like, never mind. It's cool. We can all vote on it. We have democracy. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay. So yeah, he, does he give you a lot of ultimatums like that? Oh, totally. That's pretty much the only one. Uh, anyway, foot rubbed. Um, <laughs> well, you're out of mob rules. <laughs> that's, that's, that's not an ultimatum. He knows he can just call on me yeah. for that at any time. Uh, I need what, the, <laughs> the floor the redone and the basement yeah. apartment. Uh, so just call oh, that's a thing that happens. That <laughs> yeah. It was a thing that happened. He actually just asked. <laughs> wasn't a, a should I was I even no I was part of mob rules then kind of Not temporarily really. wasn't holding really? I wasn't official yeah, I wasn't official then I had done like two episodes how many episodes have you done now this is 69 well then there was the fabled lost episode <laughs> this is episode 69 this yeah. is officially episode 69 oh, that's why we were children poor John <laughs> 
I know he was excited about you it. You know he's he's under the I weather. I'm excited about sixty nine. I'll be honest. I, I, <laughs> I'm less excited about sixty nine these days. I'm old. That's a lot of work. Yeah, I don't have time for that shit, dude. We've got like eight minutes tops before somebody comes knocking on the door, the dog kicks it oh, open, gosh. or some the phone rings. You know, we're old people. It's it's bing bang boom. Let's go. You're just trying to get your time your time down. Yeah, she's like, yeah. ah, I thought this was supposed to be a quickie. I was like. Everybody else thinks that is a quickie. What are you talking about? You know, brag, wow. humble brag, right there. Yeah, you like that? I, yeah, I saw where you're going with that. But seriously, it was the longest six seconds of her life. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> you know, I, I, my uh, my daughter listens to the show, so I can't go into anything more. But you know, there was fornication before I came over tonight. We had a 15 minute window where she arrived and I had to leave. So you know, yeah. Got to make use of those windows. You gave her a hug, and that was it. And like we fornicated. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she gave a, you a kiss on the cheek. So, uh, so Ted, when a mommy and a daddy love each other very much, they sometimes give each other naked hugs. All right. So, okay, I got the numbers down, and it looks like the Harlequins won. Um, the, round, were, the round two Harlequins. Right, right. right. Okay. So twenty six point two uh, was the total for score for them. Nice. Um, it looks like the great unclean one got second with twenty five points. Okay. Um, and then uh, we're going to th- uh, three places. Third place. All right, guys. So we're at the mud rustle over this one um, because there's three 23s. <laughs> All, right. What, All right. Which ones are the three 23s? The Dread, the Ogren, and the Tactical Squad. Two of those are the same person. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> All right. But, but I, I think the Tactical Squad is better. Than the dreadnought, but you. What did you? How, how did you? Of those two, which you, you're the tiebreaker on this was Danny with dreadnought, and I went tack. I went ogren. <laughs> so we're no, no, I mean on your scoring of those two, which did you score higher? Oh, um, I went with the tactical squad. Uh, no, I didn't actually. They're both the same. They're both sevens. You They're both sevens. damn neutral yeah. bastard. So here's the thing. Like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> weeks of neutrality in here. All right, yeah. so. So we have uh, we have a first place, a second place, and a third place, and triple thirds, yeah, and triple thirds. Uh-huh. All right, that's great. That's so, <sighs> so, um, should we go back? But, and but two of the thirds is one person. <laughs> that's right. Only one can win. <laughs> well, rather than trying to uh, sort out a yeah. scoring between uh, the tax, the dreadnoughts, and the ogren, yeah, um, why don't we uh, call them text John. co-winners or text John. Two. Oh, he's not going to answer. All right, I'm going to text Phil. Uh, and I'm going to ask him if he likes Ultramarines or Ogren better. What time is it? <laughs> Just it's like, flat out question. <laughs> yeah. Ultramarines or Ogren? Which do you like better? <laughs> That's it's right. Like 1.30 That's, in the morning? Yeah. He's, he's up. Really? Uh, no, is I he a night owl? All right. It's not like he's doing hey, anything. Phil, he's got comma, I need a hand, period. Tell us if you like Ogren, comma, tactical squads, comma, or dreadnoughts. That's better, great period. radio texting. Yeah, really. Voice to text. Yeah. yeah. There's no way that says Ogrens and Ultramarines. And I didn't use an Oxford comma, so uh, that shows. Fucking monster. <laughs> I know. Phil's, it's not Phil's proper text APA. filter that right out. <laughs> <laughs> it's very proper. <laughs> it's just, no, no comma. Just delete it. Yeah, that's right. Um, no, Phil has a Discord that he he's running for his Patreons. So if you knew about his Patreon, you could be part of the Discord. Yeah, and, well, I, I and just use this uh, phone. No, <laughs> I, I know. I don't. I, I was given access to the Discord. So what was uh, first place win? Uh, first place will yeah. be receiving a uh, fifty dollar gift card to. Uh, so that's Albert. Uh, okay. So we got to figure out where. Yeah, Albert congratulations. Is. <clears throat> a fifty dollar gift card. Yay! Uh, congratulations, Albert. 
a uh, mob rules. Uh, Jeff By the way, the I just lost my shirt. Thanks, Albert. <laughs> Jeff the Custodes T-shirt. <laughs> and I'm going to show uh, Danny uh, a uh, 3D sculpture. Uh, made by our local uh, 3D artist. Don't, uh, don't hand him the phone. Just I like, make to. him look at it yeah. from across the room. Why can't you just message it to me? <laughs> I, don't have your, I, I guess I could. <laughs> Jesus. Just yeah, look okay, at it. That's good. Yeah, that's great. It looks, uh, it's a like 3D it printed orc skull that, uh, that is actually finished, but well, I haven't had a chance to pick it. It's not a skull, right? I mean, it's a head. No, it's a full-on head oh. 3D printed out. With um, a skull inside of it. That's painted. <laughs> Usually heads have those. Yeah. Well, no, this is plastic. There's no skull in there. Although, that'd be really cool. That's oh, how it illusion. was 3D done. You broke the illusion. Oh. At least I think it's plastic. I don't know. what What is filament? I don't know. It's rope. Twine? Yeah. This is made out of twine. It's an orc twine skull trophy. There you go, Albert. You've won that. Twine? No. You got an orc skull. skull. You know what? You know what I want now more than anything? I want an orc, uh, yeah. one of the one of those Viking hats with the beards. But instead, yeah. I just want like an like orc, orc jaw, like a metal orc jaw. Yeah. Oh yeah, but but, but uh, yarn. <laughs> well, yeah, it's made of crochet. It's alpaca. So so Albert, congratulations, Ben. Your your guys were awesome. Yeah. Isaac, great unclean one, also awesome. Um, I know where you shop, so uh, <laughs> I will see you uh, if you listen. At Fred Meyer. Yeah, I will see you at <laughs> uh, Tier 1. I'll put, uh, I'll put $25 of credit on your uh, your account there. Okay. Uh, and then uh, uh, Chun uh, Tian Yu and uh, uh, Ryan Gossage. Yeah. Uh, I'll message you guys and get your address, mm-hmm. and I will send you uh, either your choice of Jeff the Custodes T-shirts or a uh, one of the original Mob Rules T-shirts, if you prefer that instead, if you already own Jeff the Custodes. last thing I want to do is give somebody a double up on a shirt like that. Well, I they, mean, can, they can, they can wear it two days else. in a row. Yeah. <laughs> or or like ten five days in a row. <laughs> I was gonna say two we're, weeks in a row. Say, yeah. we're, we're gamers, Danny. What are you talking about? I've been I've been wearing this sweatshirt for like a month. Uh, yeah, I haven't changed these pants in a long time. <laughs> I, I sweat far too much for that. <laughs> Fair. Plus, newlywed. You you want to, you don't want her to, you know, it to leave like you yet. Almost smell. It's been almost a year. Has it almost been a year? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you just went on your honeymoon earlier Nine this month. Months. Well, yeah. Nine months. Right? Okay. Our our marriage is a baby. Yeah. So you can't abort it at this point. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a little late. Like... <laughs> well, you, know, you, you can in some states, but it's, it's, you have to get there first. Uh, All right, so uh, congratulations, guys. Uh, <laughs> I will post this up. And that's why we invited you. <laughs> uh, <laughs> All right, well, let's take a quick break and uh, talk so about I'll, some yeah, children. I'll, I'll message you guys, and we'll get addresses. We'll get you taken care of. Thanks again. I'm just like, fuck, I had to fight so hard to get through two sentences with you guys. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, on the plus side, yeah, uh, I don't have to correct you about the Legion thing again. Oh, totally. Oh, yeah. Do it again, yeah. <laughs> We're going to do that again. So it's almost good that we lost that whole last part. And uh, uh, I'm going to call it a company until yeah. they get the reinforcements. Oh, <laughs> sake. It's just a company at uh, um, the So, uh, sorry, listeners. <laughs> <laughs> Are you actually Are recording? We recording oh, yeah, now? yeah, we're recording now. So okay. uh, I, I just right, so I wanted to record and let everybody know that we actually did just talk about the Empress Children, and now we don't have to. Right. <laughs> we're just going to start so, with so it, To summation, the, uh, <laughs> to finish up what we were talking about, Danny, yeah. uh, he had two penises yeah. um, and yep. turned to slanish. So that's it. That's yeah. what the double eagle stood for, was the two penises. Right. 
<laughs> See, now it just sounds, it sounds yeah, fresh, Danny. When it, it was does. organic earlier, it was funny. It was great. So we, we had, It was the funniest part. So it was a, a, a record that had uh, <laughs> yeah. out on a ton of stuff. We got to laugh. Oh, I apologize, yeah, yeah. guys. Yeah. Um, right, I mean, there were no hangers. Danny, so Danny was streaming yeah. tears. Uh, so. I cried. Should have been there. Just, it was gorgeous. Yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> Fogum and the Emperor's Children. Uh, yeah. Fogum grew up on Chemos, uh, which uh, we want to talk about Chemos for a second. I, I wrote their their name down wrong. You wrote Chemos down wrong? Yeah, I think it was like... It was like I think it was like Beeswax or something like that, because I was listening to a video instead of reading. I should have done that. Wait, you were listening to a video? Yeah, Vaults of Terra. I mean... Vaults of Terra? No, never mind. I don't have to cite my sources. I read all the books Could you cite your sources, please? Vaults of Terra. And one mind's a ticket. So Chemos is... When you're multitasking, that's what you do. Okay, is it Chemos or Chemos? I have no idea. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, chemicals. I feel like it's Chemos because the chemicals. Yeah. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. So Chemos is a uh, Chemos is a planet that uh, gets separated. Although when we first talked, strike. it was a Death World, then it was a Agar World, right. and then it was um, a Hive World, and then it was whatever Dave. It, basically, it was a, uh, a roulette. Basically, it was, it was an industrial <laughs> world that, uh, because being cut off through the Age of Strife for yeah. so long, had developed themselves into uh, a system where they literally were just making enough. To survive. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're basically like current uh, day, and like a big current day country that might have like, uh, I don't know, like a billion people in it or something. Yeah. Maybe. Oh. Or, and, uh, and, and one dog. And a dog. <laughs> one dog. So, uh, Fulgrim arrives on the planet mm-hmm. and they have uh, a unit of enforcers that goes around to make sure there aren't extra yeah. people because like uh, they literally are working 24-7 just to make enough food. It's, it's, it's kind of like when, when China used to kill like the second born child. Is it kind of like that? Sure. Except, was, except in this case, it was the first kid found in the street. Right. Uh, <laughs> so so they, they go, and that's basically what they do is they go around and kill um, the extra babies yeah. so there's an extra food. There's one laying around. Uh, so this uh, rocket pod of... Pile yeah. of hot pockets of tonight. A, of a baby drop pod. <laughs> I mean, we can't prove that that's not what hot pockets are made of. Now. You know, just what? kidding. <laughs> yeah. Just kidding. Hot pockets, parent so company. Much, so much for that sponsor. <laughs> I was working on my hot pocket bit too. Damn it! Oh wow! Hot what is pocket. that? A, a modest proposal. The hot pocket. Like, so that's, that's the flavor. Is that what it is? There. Fulgrim's. Is that what it is? In these? No, it's a modest proposal, right? That's what? the paper the guy wrote about eating babies and. Uh, Whoa! In England? No, what was that? I didn't hear about that. Really? Is it a real thing? Yeah, it's like it's like that's like a classic, man. Oh, really? Damn! I got I'm gonna look that up. When did they write that? Like the 1800s? Oh, Oh, okay. (laughs) We're going. I'm doing this. We're doing this again. (laughs) We are doing this again. Swear to God, if the recording button is not on, I'm smacking you in the head. So while Danny is looking up something completely unrelated to anything except getting, making sure that we'll never have hot pockets as a sponsor. Wow. The uh, and also while you're at it, find out who does it. It's a modest proposal by Jonathan Swift. It was. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Hold on. <laughs> Written by Fulgrim. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Originally published in 1729. Oh shit! It's satire. Oh okay. But are you it sure? Does, it's 1729. <laughs> it was probably fact. Yeah, but I think they were making fun of people who were all about Poor, like uh, right, yeah, eating yeah. children. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. They're like, you guys are so ridiculous. Here's you. Here's what you may take. Like, uh, I think it had to do with social Darwinism. Mm. You can eat the poor. 
Yeah, because <laughs> nice. they were they were less good than the rich because they were. Uh, well, wouldn't you want to eat, uh, eat the rich babies? Yeah, rich, no, because I mean f- they would be rich. Sure, <laughs> waka waka. <laughs> yeah, this is flavorful. <laughs> I can taste the breeding. <laughs> That's a dry rub, actually. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, it sure was. <laughs> All right, so so this baby shows up. On uh, uh, so uh, Castellax, I didn't eat Chemos. 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 Damn, dude, you messed us up. Chemos. Chemos. So this, <laughs> this agricultural planet gets a uh, tiny baby Primark full mar- uh, yeah. Fulgrim, uh, though not named Fulgrim at the time, lands. Steve. Uh, is found by two uh, people, uh, the, uh, <laughs> the, the, the child abductor guards, uh-huh. uh, who find him. One falls in love with him immediately. The other wow. pu- puts a LAS pistol to his head to shoot him. Romantic. Yeah. Um, but yeah. he, he, he <laughs> I think he does. Doesn't he, doesn't he like twist into like he comes from light and turns into a baby or something like that? I think I heard something about that on one of those videos. That, really? I don't know. That's what one video said. Okay. I, I could have. Uh, I mean, like, it's not, not like people like make that. stuff up to their views or anything. <laughs> like know, us. Yeah. No. No, we don't make anything. This is fact. This is. What? The light coalesced into yeah. form. And then when he touched the ground, uh, a well sprung up out of the out of the earth. And a plant grew. Which is yeah. bad because it was, <laughs> it was toxic water from the planet, so like 1,600 people died around it or something. But <laughs> what a dick. So they go... Uh, In his perfection, he, he kills many. You lose some. I mean, that's... <laughs> the two people... They probably didn't say the taxes to anyway, right? Uh, <laughs> end result is... Uh, now a bunch of other people can eat. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> I hate you so much. <laughs> <laughs> Sandwiches. <laughs> Thanks, Fulgrim. So that has been episode 69 about the Emperor's Children. I hope you can enjoy this episode of Mob Rules. We're, just, we're gonna talk about other stuff now. We're done. <laughs> All right. So he gets so 50 years. He yeah. uh, he takes over the. He ends up taking over the planet, but not in like a bloody coup like everybody else no. did. He he just kind of goes like a president or an executive. Yeah, he just he, he literally just yeah, kind of goes. He, he, he kind of reminded me. He just me worked of his way up. Gilliman in a way, you know, like I think he was yeah, more except of a, pretty and less of a bitch. <laughs> okay. Word. <laughs> um. Okay, not an ultramarine. Fan. I mean, it, <laughs> Nick, right. Nick, just, uh, just to establish. You know what? I, I know you're not listening, Nick Baton, but if you do, uh, I didn't mean anything bad about uh, Gulliman. Um, <laughs> that's Danny. Yeah, uh, McDevitt. It's M C D E V I T. I hate Gulliman. He's the worst. He's the most pretentious. His social security number is five nine four. No, it's like everybody in Alaska. Yeah. It's the same. We all have the same social security number. What are you talking about? Yeah, just the three numbers. <laughs> <laughs> There's not many of us up here. So uh, we share it. Yeah. So the Emperor we shows up. up here. Man, we are not 40Kng very well this time. So the Emperor shows up. Uh, Fulgrim, rather than having to face challenges like most of the other Primarchs, uh, the, the Loyalist uh, drops to his uh, knee like, and just like the undresses him. Uh, but like you said, Danny, that didn't get recorded. Uh, the, <laughs> yeah, the, kind the, of the all kind thing, of. Right? Yeah, the, the traders all kind of are, are just kind of, whoa, damn, we're really impressed by you. With you some know. notable exceptions. Mortarian. Like I think, yeah, Mortarian fought. Well, and I don't even know that he fought, though, really, because he, he was like, hey, let's go take out my, my yeah. fake dad. 
But he didn't. But it wasn't like, and, and it doesn't have to be a challenge or a fight. But it was like it was the fact that he went <laughs> further uh, than uh, than than Mortarian. Like Mortarian went up so far, yeah. And they passed out, and the emperor was like, "Motherfuck this! I don't even have my face mask on." Yeah, I don't. Have to, I don't have to take this <laughs> shit. I'm gonna go kill your dad. <laughs> Bam! I'm your real dad. I'm your real dad now. <laughs> I'm your real dad. <laughs> Uh, so Fulgrim immediately drops to his knees, seeing perfection in front of him, as he's always tried to attain perfection. And uh, sure, uh, the Emperor's like, well, that's good. Join us. Uh, he introduces him to his uh, 200 uh, legions, <laughs> errors. And, um, and, legionaries. And then they have organized <laughs> into kind of a chapter. He kind of like choked um, a little really bit. Chapter-like formation. Chapter-like formation. Yeah, it's not, not a chapter. Really be a, uh, okay. it's, it's a group of dudes. Let's, let's talk, let's talk about this. So a chapter can be part of a legion. Okay. But if it's all the guys in a... If it's all the, if it's all the members of a legion, then it's still a legion. Hmm. Agree to disagree. <laughs> Just oh my god! So he, he meets his, the internet to find this out. He meets his two hundred uh, uh, of the third legion. All right. Uh, at the, Next as episode: What is a legion? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> technically, there's a definition for a legion as a as yeah. a number of people. Yeah. It's or in this case, space marines because space marines aren't people. <laughs> but space no. marines are people too. They're freaks. <laughs> they're genetic deviants. I mean, yeah, to a degree. It's not. They're not deviant by their own design. No, well, it doesn't have to be by their own design. I mean, they. Well, they did choose, though. To be <laughs> I think you know what. I don't know that when it, like if you go down to a recruiting world and you're checking out stuff at the you're, you know you're in Necromunda with your recruiting for your Iron Fist or whatever. You're the dude for the Iron Fist comes down. It isn't like, how would you like to become a Space Marine? Side note: You lose your dick. I think I'd be like, mm, I'm good. I don't know. It depends how crushingly oppressive, necro- like you know, under, saying, uh, like the, underground necromunda uh, is. Well, let, let's look I'd at it this way. Be an imperial face. Um, the the Darkwing, uh, Darkwing uh, Duck, Darkwing Duck, the uh, <laughs> the Dark Angels Terminators. Prior to them becoming um, Deathwing, recruited from a uh, an agricultural kind of Native American planet. That they, I'm pretty sure that's been retconned. I don't believe yeah. you, and I don't give a shit if they retconned all they want. Because <laughs> that was like the original Dark Angel story with like Slinking Weasel and like oh god, like that was his Slinking name. Weasel was my nickname <laughs> in high school. <laughs> that's what your girlfriend called yeah. you. <laughs> I always said no, but Slinking Weasel. Always... <laughs> I didn't want to have sex, but Slinking Weasel did. So. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> this reminds me of an Ice T album. <laughs> um, but they, they, you know, like, they recruited uh, the finest Braves that would, you know, anyway. come up and talk to this. And so there's uh, everybody has ways of recruiting, and but they see these as like super amazing to become this way. If they really told them what the they the undertaking was going to be, rather than being like, okay, excellent, come along, I think you'd find a lot of a lot more people would be like, no, I'm good. You know what I mean? I I, I would have to think about it seriously. Cause yeah, sure. I mean, well, yeah, but when you're like 12, I'm not packing heat, but I, I'd like to keep what I have, you know, sure. Immortality, sure. but, uh, let's be honest. You see titties all the time on demons and all sorts of weird stuff. Kind of like to be able to use something. Yeah. Maybe I that's mean, cybernetic for the iron hands. Maybe it could be. I that's, don't know. Pneumatic. <laughs> like a jackhammer. So, Just a big <laughs> talking about Robodex. Uh, <laughs> Iron, Iron Hands, uh, didn't, they don't yeah. tell anybody, but they, they've, I, got yeah. a, they've got a Sibian. I, I'm not, first of all, I'm not even going to be drawn into a debate about whether or not Space Marines have penises or not. I don't want to know. It's not important. <laughs> they they no. don't. It says they, uh, they're they, chemically they, castrated. They, yeah, they don't. Chemically yeah. castrated is different than having no dick. 
<laughs> that just means you take pills to suppress like your like your your urges and you can't, you're impotent huh. because of that. That's okay. chemical castration. Or oh, you know, right. burned off with acid is also chemical castration. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to take a, like I mean that technically that could be correct uh-huh but no there's that's no not technical like about it if that's... you burn your dick off with acid that is a chemical castration that would be a, yeah, that'd be a like, literal yeah, chemical castration literal. Uh, technically like a, in a technical term or technical sense like yeah I think look Danny's at me saying. I'm an IT guy <sighs> hey Jesus Christ Seriously. <laughs> All right, let's talk, let's talk about... So the Emperor's Children were a Yeah, thing. let's talk about the Emperor's Children. But they weren't the Emperor's Children. They, they got they were their... just the Third Legion, as they were called. Well, mm. So when did they get their name? Yeah. They didn't get their name until after the Battle of the Snake People. Yeah, um, that we discussed. Well, in the, discussed we the Snake People came later. I know, but okay. I couldn't... I couldn't <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't so, know. I so anyway, I, like... So I had the battle written down. So real quick, like, one of the things I thought was kind of interesting that we discussed earlier that nobody got to hear but us... Was that the uh, the Emperor's children were like of the two hundred? They were all um, nobility, right? Like so, I think like sure. kind of going back to like the uh, um, oh from Europa. You were correct. Right. They were from Europa, but is near. Uh, I believe that Europa was actually the moon rather than this. What they're referring um, to? Yeah, because in the part uh, that we lost, I was right. So whatever is right, that's what I said. Okay, mm-hmm. sure. So. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So this uh, is the, the continent. <laughs> so that's a moon. Okay. Um, it's no moon. <laughs> God. Spank yourself, Dave. <laughs> yeah, it would fit with that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So, and that's that's really interesting. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know that they've really gone into like what Europa is like itself. But mm. uh, like 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 we were saying a little bit earlier, um, or on the previous unrecorded <laughs> section, um, one of the interesting parallels that you can kind of draw to that is like uh, like the custodes. Uh, they recruited all of their uh, applicants from from no, from noble houses that had okay. defied the emperor. Oh, like as part of their deal, they would like take the firstborn, take your firstborn son, make him my bodyguard. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And yeah, that was kind of a rough thing. But like, I mean, that's a high level recruitment process yeah. if they're only taking noble noble children from these. And I think there's it, yeah. It, there's like a um, there seems to be a consistency also with the custodes because I think they were saying like whereas the custode is like a one man army like they're supposed sure. to, they don't fight independent like interdependently you know they might like sh- show up on the same battlefield and be fighting for the same cause but for the most part like they don't work in tandem they're their own separate thing. So sure. uh, whereas like, I think the emperor's children too, like operated that way. Like they were more, when they showed up on a planet, they weren't the shock troops and like they would fight in formations. They were they, show up like align everybody else to fight. And then, they, so they well, became like the emissaries. You know I, I mean, they would too, but like more so than other chapters. So they weren't as much so as the custodes, but they would often act independently. So I, I liken them more to kind of like a very serious, like they, so uh, some they were tied up with the Sons of Horus because they were so small. At the okay. Okay. Um, and and that's you know what Fulgrim learned <laughs> all of his stuff, right? Yeah. Um, this isn't so they, when they go into to battle, it's it's Fulgrim and Horus together. Mm-hmm. And I I viewed it more as Horus was and Fulgrim were uh, using those two hundred as kind of like elite shock troops, to like uh, okay. uh, to sneak around and kind of take out the command from the backside while Horus mm-hmm. engages from the front and does a bunch of stuff like that. Like they're they're the uh, they're the they're the A team to you know the <laughs> Horus's the army. 
<laughs> well, the you know, H of the B's. You know, they're they're the green berets <laughs> of the infantry troopers, if you will. Kind of, you know, to look at it like that. Some some sort of more specialized elite unit that does stuff. So they were yeah. noted as using a lot of jet bikes and a lot of super oh. fast attack things because their numbers were so low huh. that they could comment that they had a higher concentration of quality war gear. So they were able to like utilize their low numbers in a way that like uh, uh, well, when like it was more effective. When you're supposed to have like a thousand troops, you know, and you only have two hundred, you know, each guy can kind of be like, you know what? I think I'm going to take the blue jet bike today. Right. Mm. I'm going to have and two melted guns. I want two power swords. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to take this power sword to my other power sword, so it's really long. Yeah. <laughs> this one's for my other eagle head cock. <laughs> <laughs> That was an amazing Ooh, joke that y'all missed out on. We're going to try and bring so it back. So it's not going to work. It's not <laughs> organic it's not now. Not. Well, it never really was. So <laughs> oh, it right. was organic. Uh, so... <laughs> <laughs> Pleasure stick. So the Emperor's children fought a battle, uh, a tactical battle, that did something very famous uh, in tra- uh in recognition for this, the emperor gave them the right to wear the Palpatine, uh, uh, the Palantine. So real quick, that chest, was after the, uh, the the emperor almost died through use of void weapons sure. from some mutant whatchamajig. Oh, and that me. was like part of, <laughs> At this point, I no longer <laughs> care. I just want to get through this part of the paragraph. <laughs> but, but I think that was kind of like interesting. That, right. That, uh, <laughs> the, 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 like one person who's going to like defy the emperor ended up like saving him, you know, at one point. And he became sure. Well, yeah. I mean, it's he wasn't planning on defying him at the time. Well, of course, but it, he was, he was trying to become him because he was absolute perfect. But I think that like one of the things that I think is neat about like uh, Fulgrim's story is like there's so much irony. You know, like everything is kind of right. like led up to. You know, like he's put in these positions to to be so vainglorious. He's put in these positions of you know like where he's he's put on such a high pedestal. He's putting everybody on, on such a high pedestal that it's inevitably going to fall. You know, so anyway, sure. so that's. <laughs> sure sounds good. Uh, so the also well, the name the Emperor's yeah. children. All right, we moved along. Right. <laughs> hey, so I figured out why their gene seed, like, the, like it wasn't just oh. a genetic defect. They had like a disease. Swear to God, if this is a two seed. dick joke, <laughs> we're gonna uh, have the gene seed to grow two small penises. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. No, Only one like, had an eye. They had like a gene seed blight oh. in their gene seed stores, and they lost most oh, of the gene crazy. seed. Hmm. But their gene seed was one of the most perfect gene seeds. Oh, okay. Obviously. Like, right, of course. Mm. There was yeah. one other chapter that was under strength. Who was that? Was, um, was it Raven Guard? Or? So there was never a lot of Thousand Sons because they, oh. I mean, because they had the flesh change problem. Yeah, but oh. that wasn't until later. It wasn't yeah. right off the bat. It wasn't like. No, like, they had problems right off the bat. Like, like they had a lot of people mutate. And so oh, okay. before they even met. Uh, Magnus, hmm. mm. but that's a another legion for another time. Though. Sure, right? Sure. Chapter for another. You know time. what? We should have just we shouldn't have said Emperor's Children episode because we haven't. We've talked more about everything else from Custom yeah. to Iron Hands to Southern <laughs> Sons. We're, well, we're sixty nineing all the topics. Yeah, so. yeah we're doing it uh, all the while. We're doing it doggy style. <laughs> Me, Danny, and Ted are forming an Eiffel Tower around your knowledge. Aww. All right. So, so the uh, I think they were all dressed in purple for also kind of going back to the idea of like the nobles and stuff like that. So that was another instance where I think they were kind well, of they it adopted was, the purple regal. after the uh, the emperor's children name mm-hmm. and the gold. Yeah, the Proxima the Proxima betrayal was where they uh, uh, they had uh, they saved the emperor because mm. he was they the oh, uh, anti imperial rebels mm. attacked them with vortex weapons. Mm. Pew, pew, pew. 
Right. The ah. Vortex weapons can kill the Emperor, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> Who knew? Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. nobody. Eventually, so Horus, probably. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm start getting in the uh, Vortex grenade war gear for all my <laughs> orcs now. <laughs> yeah, you should learn that with second edition. Again. Right? Like. <laughs> all right. So that has been Fulgrim and the Emperor's Children. <laughs> um, uh, so, yeah. So we've got... Um, he becomes the best tactician next to Horus, and sometimes even better. They would say even better. Mm-hmm. Uh, gives that up and goes and becomes a... Uh, Tactically perfect. Yeah. <laughs> That's a local nope. thing. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great group of guys. Yeah. Uh, it is. Yeah, so, well, it's a bunch of local guys. Oh, yeah, great yeah. great team. Yeah. They've good done guys. a lot of good stuff. Yeah. The, um, <laughs> uh, so... He becomes an artist and learns that he wants to learn how to sculpt and paint and mm-hmm. write poetry because he's suddenly so he, a bitch. He brought a lot of culture to his planet, too, from right. what I understand. Like, he brought... Yeah, he but was not really after he arts. left. I mean... Well, before he left, right? Before he so left. So, didn't he, was, he have to invent that thing? Yeah, he had yeah, to basically. invent it because it didn't mm-hmm. exist. So, yeah. that just tells you, like, I mean, the, the depth of his mind, right? I mean, that he could invent mm. art. Or that yeah. this, <laughs> the seed for Slanish had already been pl- placed. Yeah. I mean... What? He had to go through the warp to the get there. Art is Chemo, the not, all, not only went through the warp, it was basically okay. 24-7 cut off from anything else. Just an isolated pocket by itself. Oh, was there like a warp space. storm that's around always, there? Always cut off. Oh. That's why That's why they, they had nothing uh, and, and why it was such a shithole planet. I really and they need just, to read that book. Huh. It's good. Yeah? Uh, no, I'll it? definitely read it. Huh? Did you read it? Yeah, of course oh, I read okay. it. I try and read. That's why like, I have actual notes. Wow. <laughs> you wrote a book. <laughs> that's, that's why I have actual notes and not just my standard um, entry fun. stuff that I plan to update Lexicanum with later. Because <laughs> I write it. Huh. Uh, so, you know, and basically his drive for perfection is pretty much what led for led to his downfall to right. Slanish. Because, uh, you know, like Slanish is all, all about that and getting in your head and mm-hmm. working that. Given that his... Uh, the way that he was, I, I would go so far as to say that he was, even if there hadn't been a heresy, he would have been part of Slanish at some point in time. He would have fallen to Slanish. He, I, I would almost agree. And I think that he kind of like led to this point, but I think there was like, there was an interesting part where they, so he immediately befriended uh, Ferris Manus. Like they became instant friends. I think um, like, cause they both kind of like pursued perfection in a lot of ways, but, but differently. differently. Right. Mm-hmm. And because uh, I think like they exchanged, they exchanged best friend weapons. <laughs> it was right. great. I, I think they were just like, it's like dude, this is so good. Heat, like rockets <laughs> that like link together. Yeah. I like that they went you down get a into hammer, a forge I get a under sword. Uh, it, it, on Terra and just were like, oh. all right, I'm going to make this. It's like I'm going to make you the best weapon ever. I'm going to make you the best weapon yeah. ever. Let's <laughs> see what we got. And then afterwards they were like, dude, did we just become best friends? Yeah. We just <laughs> so they're super besties. My room. They're super besties for a long time because it was a Daybringer or whatever is a sword that uh, Ferris Manus made. Him, and then there's like the uh, it's firebrand, firebrand. Okay, um, and then uh, so so he uses was, that like forge breaker. Forge breaker was the axe and no, uh, it's hammer. It's a hammer, hammer. Yeah. Uh, sorry, that's what I meant. Hammer. Okay. So so eventually, like he's going along, and then he finds this sword, uh, the silver sword. Right, like he's. Like, oh, wow, this is even better. Um, so but they go to this planet, fight a bunch of snake people that oh. modify their bodies with, like, uh, like cybernetic and, like, biological enhancements. Mm. To become L-A-R. perfection. That's okay. what they're called. L-A-E-R, I'm pretty sure. Yes. And uh, so they, you're right, to, like, to, to, and so they have, like, different perfection. warrior clades that, like, have different, uh, like, they will have different setups for weapons and things like that. Mm. Um, so he finds this sword. Um, in like a in like a temple there that's like pre their civilization like okay. it's so old 
It's probably some kind of like Eldar crone sword or something. I mean, who knows? It probably like was. Where it's from. Yeah. That's, yeah. Except so, it has a demon in it. Correct. It is full of demon. <laughs> Chock full of demon. Hi. So he picks it up and the sword starts Worst talking to him. Worst breakfast cereal ever. <laughs> Chock full of demon. With marshmallows. <laughs> Chock full of your daily dose Tastes of like demon. babies. <laughs> Again with this. Uh, hot pocket. Uh, was the hot pocket in the first recording or the second recording? Damn it. I no. Was it the second? Uh, I'm pretty sure we talked about Hot Pockets. Okay. I guess we'll find out. Huh? Yeah, <laughs> when I listen tomorrow, I can't wait. It'll be like a whole new thing. Which which half hour yeah. at the end of the episode? It'll be some crazy too. time warp. Oh, uh, so, uh, so he gets his sword and starts talking to him. He puts away his uh, the firebrand, right? Right. And, uh, I, and this is kind of like where we start to see like the switch to like the new Fulgrim. But I think like one of the things, like he goes back, he's talking to Horace. Horace kind of feeds him a bunch of shit because he's like, he sees that he's kind of going loopy. He's like talking to paintings and like ranting all like, like all good artists do <laughs> without the right. use of drugs. Hmm? And uh, so, so he, so uh, <laughs> like Harris know that. or, or uh, a Horace picks up on this and is like, all right, we got to use this to kind of sway him to our side. Because like at this point, I think like Fulgrim wasn't full on. But um, he finally brings him over, and he goes, and I think he's supposed to, was it the Istvan Massacre, or before this, where he it goes and before. confronts Ferris Manus? It was before. It was after okay. their campaign together, where they fought the, it was like a spaceborne uh, amalgamation of, like, humans and aliens. Like, oh, okay. it was like a confederation. Oh. Like, the federation. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but, like, they, they, like. The, the Iron Hands and the Empress Children spend months and months chasing these people down uh-huh. and then eventually kill them. And uh, meanwhile, and actually, I think before this, he, uh, Fulgrim gets warned by the by the Eldar. I think that's kind of an important thing. Eldred. Oh, yeah, yeah. my boy Eldred, like my favorite character in 40K lore. Is Eldred? Yeah, is Eldred. Oh, man, uh, hands down. Um, so... Uh, <laughs> dog just stole your keys. Oh. It's going for a joyride. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, hold on just a yeah, second. All right. <laughs> so, so is that where he, he uh, sees Ferris and then, uh, or no, he slaughters all the Eldar that are with Eldrad, right? Like, yeah, but you like, can't kill El- Eldrad. Yeah, so Eldar, or Eldrad gets away, but he kills all the Eldar. And uh, um, basically, like, yeah, I don't give a shit. Because <laughs> he has plot armor. <laughs> Eldrad's kind of like the, uh, the, the artist formerly known as Prince. He's the know, game master. Prince. He's just kind of for the K universe. Just like <laughs> right, really fast. Right. No, I mean he he's the one who tells people what the rules are, right? Yeah. yeah so so uh Eldred is like, hey Fulgrim, like you need to stop Horus because he's gonna betray the Emperor. And he's and Fulgrim's like, what? You're crazy. Mm-hmm. And he starts to get really mad and start listening to the sword. The sword's telling him no, just kill all the Eldar. Mm-hmm. So Eldred retreats, they pull an avatar through a webway gate and Fulgrim beats the Avatar. To, after the Avatar is attacking not Fulgrim, but the sword itself. Oh, wow. Because it sees Slaanesh and the sword, right? Okay. And so uh, disarms him, and then Fulgrim chokes the Avatar somehow. I'm not really sure how you choke <laughs> like, uh, like... A piece a, of molten. <laughs> right, and it burns his hands oh, like, okay. to the bone. Wow. Um, and he ends up regenerating... All of that later on. But yeah, <laughs> chokes out the Avatar with his bare hands, which yeah. is an impressive feat. That is good. So maybe there is hope for Dorn. He just regrows hands. Sure. Just, I, yeah. I mean, you could, like, Primarchs, it seems like, can regrow, like, yeah. a head. Yeah, unless they're decapitated. <laughs> right. <laughs> unless you put it your... could be alive spiritually. 
yeah, he's it. downloaded himself into the web. He's part he of the Matrix. Ferris Manus. <laughs> yeah. Part of the Matrix. Yeah. Uh-huh. He is the Matrix. Mm. He is the Matrix. Right. <laughs> so, uh, Eldrad escapes because plot armor. Yeah. Um, Avatar dead. Uh, Fulgrim choked him out or, or whatnot. Or Ferris Manus. So, what does he have to do with fight with Ferris? Is this where so it's, it's, yeah, that's at the end of that campaign. He just, like, Beams him over the head with a hammer, right? So he beats the shit out of he beats the shit out of him. He breaks a uh, um, uh, uh, forge breaker, fuck whatever his hammer, um, and I think like he's about to kill him. He's about to take him out, and this is where I think like he's um, there is still like a semblance of like humanity left because he's like, whoa, wait, what the fuck am I about to do? Like this is crazy. Right. He starts like looking around him and like all the chaos that his his. Uh, um, his chapters performing or his, his legion, um, and he's he kind of like he <laughs> refrains, but the demon in the blade like leaps it leaps out of his hand and kills Ferris, and decapitates him. No, that's, Whoa, that's, that's way that's later, later, dude. What I thought this is where no, we're no, this so, is we're not so even at the heresy yet. He beans him over the oh, head okay. with the hammer. <laughs> <laughs> Spoilers, <laughs> jeez. Beans him over the head with the hammer, and then like real like is about to kill him and realizes like, whoa, man, this is not yeah. cool. Like I'm gonna take off. So drops the hammer, leaves 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 the hammer there, um, and then books it out of there with uh-huh. his bodyguards. Well, I think his bodyguards end up killing all of. He's, we're using a lot of pronouns here. Um, uh, Ferris Manus is not the one that leaves. Uh, Fulgrim is the one that leaves. Sorry. Yeah. Fulgrim leaves okay. after after knocking out Ferris Manus. Now, was this before or after he convinces Ferris Manus that the other uh, legions are like plotting against Ferris Manus? Because I'm lost time-wise-wise right now. Okay, so he tries to... Horus has already influenced him to turn uh, against the Emperor right. at this okay. point in time. He's trying to get Ferris to turn to also to turn against the Emperor at this point. Mm-hmm. Like, he's trying to convince That's him right. to join he, he the side Fulgrim of the Fulgrim because traitors. he knew that they were good there friends. Were close, there was a close yeah. bond there, and that he, if anybody could convince him uh-huh. that uh, that Fulgrim could, and he can't. Yeah, yeah but, but Manus actually went moderately to war with the other legions for a little bit like hey dude why are you talking shit behind my back um the the it was uh, just salamander's came. raven guard and um he well he so ferris dashes ahead without the without the rest of the iron hands he only takes the first company um mm. which is all terminator armored so previously Pretty the rules stupid then they're really slow <laughs> well, they're really fast because he takes the fastest ship and leaves all the rest of them behind. Yeah, but Terminators. Yeah, four inch movement. Yeah, really and slow. And the cataphracty armor. Uh, so they have teleporters. <laughs> so they can like teleport down to the battlefield, oh, and then okay. it doesn't. Nine matter. inches away from the enemy. Right. Okay. Yeah, That's but it's still going to take them two turns to get there. <laughs> Not unless you roll those nine inch charges. Yeah, you got to re-roll. Use your shot. <laughs> Command points. <laughs> I think I think Ferris's warlord trade allows them to re-roll. <laughs> I thought Ferris's warlord. Just traits. kidding. Primark's gonna have warlord traits. Everybody knows that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so knowledge bomb. <laughs> Bam. Uh, gotcha. All right, so so Ferris does this thing. Uh, they they races ahead with all the with all of his Terminator body with his Terminator mm. bodyguard. Right. So later on in uh, uh, previous editions of the game, Iron Hands actually couldn't take Terminator squads. They could only take uh, Terminator champions because they lost most of their suits of Terminator armor. Oh, interesting. In the in the in the Istvan massacre. Huh. Um, so they could only take him on squad sergeants. Like that was their special thing. They could take a sergeant with Terminator armor. So anyway, Neat. yeah, that was kind of a little factoid. Yeah. Anyway, so they go there. <laughs> They're getting slaughtered because Ferris is trying to like, I mean, he's just powering ahead. Like, no, is, trying to get to, is this at the Istvan massacre? Yeah, this is at the Istvan massacre. Okay. I don't, I don't remember him getting into a fight with anybody. See, like, he's saying that Fulgrim was like still good. Uh, I didn't. Uh... 
you know, he might he might have though. So I, it's it, been a it while was right at the I've very beginning of the though. heresy that he can he was con, he convinced Ferris because they were such good friends that like hey these other you know they're jealous of us you know they're conspiring against against us you know go take care of them go smack him around a little bit because Ferris Man is a pretty big guy and the rest of them are not so much you know obviously he wasn't like hey Magnus <laughs> Magnus is talking mad shit about you you should go smack him up Ferris would be like not back then he couldn't. He was just, big. I mean, he was big. He wasn't like strong. He's yeah. like a big teddy bear. He was I think he's kind of actually. Yeah. I would say, yeah, he's like he's like a big nerd. <laughs> Totes <laughs> with nipple horns. <laughs> it's cold on my planet. <laughs> really fucking cold. <laughs> it's fucking space Egypt. Dude. All right, so uh, the Istvan massacre happens. Uh, yeah, sorry. Ferris Manus thinks that uh, Fulgrim's with him. Uh, they know where the traitors are, so but the problem is is that Fulgrim's actually not with them. He's just supplying information towards uh, to to everybody else at Istvan. Um, so they go in and they they've got their shit. They drop it down because uh, the traitors know where they're coming in. They're just like <laughs> they have like all these defensive lines right. and like they're ready to. It's just set up. They're just up. ready. Yeah. Um, so they're getting slaughtered, uh, and they call in reinforcements. And Fulgrim is like, "Here I come, stab." And that's where the where he you know gets fucking nuts and starts beating the shit out of him and almost almost kills him as you were describing. Yeah, Ted. okay. As you were describing Ted, right? So, so previously blah, blah, he gets whoosh, yeah. Previously on Mob Rules, Ted spoils the heresy. <laughs> By the way, I just like to make a small a uh, small quibble about the cover art. Yeah. Of that of or like of the art of that particular situation because uh-huh. Manus. Like, Fulgrim looks cool. He's got a sword. He's, like, jumping in the air, about to swing down uh-huh. and, like, cut off Ferris's head. And Manus has a goddamn wrench. Oh, It's like a yeah. big wrench. And nowhere in the story does he have a wrench. Like, uh-uh. his hammer is not a wrench. You don't know He's that. He's like a spanner. <laughs> Who brings a spanner into, like, what has he got? Like, a club? Like, that's his weapon? I kind of it's know. a power I, I've always th- uh, yeah I've always thought of him as kind of like Mister Fix It you know yeah. like he's he's the Scotty of the uh, of the Imperium em- Enterprise he has yeah. a bunch of like uh, like servo arms and stuff though like yeah. he can use that to fix stuff why does he need a wrench <laughs> it's his lucky wrench I'm sorry I just I know that this is a stupid thing to All get right. stuck on but like I just I really no, Danny yeah. there are no stupid things to get stuck on here at Mob Rules the whole oh. thing is stupid <laughs> you're in the right place you're in the right place if you want to explore that for a little while let's go ahead this this is already like a three hour episode yeah. as, as I can tell I'm looking at the time right now we're good people stop listening part one part two yeah, yeah. well we if we were good episode 69A <laughs> 69B uh, but I think like one of the things going back to like that is that like he did have that I think he had that after Ferris died, he because uh, I don't think he killed him, right? Like it was the sword that killed him, and I know it's like guns don't kill people, like, people but, kill yeah, people. But like, oh, no, but like where's the so like the line between him and the demon is is it gets crossed at some yeah. point because the book at or at the end of the book Fulgrim it makes you think that actual Fulgrim is trapped uh-huh. in. Uh, just keep going, you're, you're good. good. You're, you're good. good. She's not throwing up on you. Okay. Uh, Fulgrim, Fulgrim is trapped in the podcast a before. that he's made. She's giving your keys back. Oh, that's good. So I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Uh, so, so, um, well, we're so far. So there's, there's a there's a blur between Fulgrim and the demon, right? And that, that was like I, I think like in Fulgrim, it made you believe that like, okay. oh man, he's not himself. He's mm-hmm. totally possessed. He's locked in this painting, like trapped. Like he yeah. doesn't want to be doing that. Oh, that's stuff. right. Yeah, the but painting. Then, 
They release a novella later on. Mm-hmm. These are both books by Graham McNeil, by the way. Okay. They release a novella later on. Spoiler alert. <laughs> he was not actually trapped in the painting. He trapped the demon in the painting. It was him the whole time. Huh. Bum, bum, bum. I, I, from, okay, so maybe the, the, the summation. Yeah. So we're done then? Let's wrap this up. <laughs> <laughs> from what I remember, the summation was that, and, and I guess like you read them, I'm guessing, right? Or, yeah. Okay, so I, I got the impression that it was like he was he he was trapped in the painting as he got crazy, and then he uh, I think like the killing uh, the almost killing of Ferris like pulled him out or something like that somehow, and sure, it became, okay. and then the demon was trapped. I mean, this you obviously read it, so I'm, but uh, um, from what I remember, they were saying like that was that was a point where like his it was <laughs> it's like those like all the Disney movies where like the the good guy turns bad. They're like remember me. Love, we're gonna use love to bring you back, and then like, oh, you're right. Ah, love wins the day, and then sure, yeah. You know, I think he like changes his perspective. The 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 sword kills Ferris, and I think he's like so wrought with guilt and shame that Slanish is like, all right, man, just let's go. Yeah, let's go. I I can give you eternal oblivion, so you don't have to feel the shame anymore. Was that a kind of about? I I mean I don't know that out. like he ex- I I I felt like he was totally. just like I'm just gonna go with everything Slanesh has at this point oh, okay. because I have nothing left to lose so uh-huh. like I might as well lose myself in all of the yeah. ecstasy and oh. all the feelings and the feels. everything else yeah the feels, the feels <laughs> so, that he has so we get uh, we we cruise cruise on through as he's turning right uh-huh. um, to the uh, the battle on Terra the big ass battle on sure. Terra uh, the Emperor's children were were present on Terra. But they didn't actually assault the defenses of Dorne. <laughs> My favorite part of this uh, yeah. was instead they chose to just absolutely slaughter the fuck out of all of the surrounding cities um, in, in just an absolute orgy of unfettered cruelty. Yep. Oh, okay. Like they would just relax. <laughs> they just went slave taking and like uh, and just going just killing nuts. people and yeah, <laughs> raping, pillaging to the highest degree. So which ended up in an interesting thing because they uh, the white scars. Instead of like defending the palace, which they would be shit at anyway, because they're not—they're not a static like yeah. they're not a defense force. You're right? talking about man. My, I always just sit my bikes on the table and don't even move them. Works great every time. It's a tactic. Nobody Put them in the park. It. Saves a lot of money on gas. Yeah, it's for um, the five up. Or, uh, yeah. the toughest five. T five man. When they, <laughs> when they sit, they've got jink, right? Right. I think that's how it works. Yeah. Uh-huh. Ask Phil. He knows. Yeah. Only red men have jink anymore. Yeah. So currently, true. <laughs> Um, so final battle slaughter. Uh, interesting things. The white yeah, scars. So the go white out. scars go out, and they're hunting the emperor's children down in the in like the ruined cities of Terra. So they're yeah. driving around, killing them, and so they don't actually participate too much in the def- in the actual defense of Terra. I think they do some sorties and things like that, but they ended up mostly fighting the emperor's children, is my understanding. Yeah, but that's still the defense of Terra because I mean, it's, yeah, technically you're correct. Yes. You know. They, crushing and destroying all that around there basically leaves Terra in ruins. You know, but they don't participate in the siege. Mm. Right. Yeah, I mean, right. Instead, they made it so that nobody else could rise up and join in and help out. You know, like, hey, sure. we gotta fight. They said they were all getting fuck slaughtered. It was um, either a brilliant tactical move or <laughs> just a pure. Uh, uh, well, because you, you remember yeah. this at this point in time, Terra wasn't the shithole that it is now. You know, it, it was a shithole, but it was it was less of a shithole. Like the sure. people were still, you know, loyal and. and you know, pick they. I could see the people of Terra picking up arms and being like, "Ah, stupid! Here's my pitchfork to your sure, chest or whatever right. it is." You know, and, you know, if you throw a thousand peasants at a space marine, I mean, you might kill them. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think if you threw if a thousand wave, I th- like he'd a be, thousand. I mean, he probably wouldn't die, but maybe. he'd definitely be uh, done for. Because I mean, he's he not going. Well, I mean, you know what I mean. If you got <laughs> sure. a thousand, 
a, a th- uh, 1,100,000 pounds of peasants laying on top of you because you killed yeah. them all. You're still not going anywhere. Yeah, you're incapacitated. Eventually, <laughs> power pack goes Genius. out, you die. <laughs> Strat. Right. Um, so, uh, yeah. Uh, then Horus uh, uh, slays the emperor, and uh, the traitors win. Uh, end of uh, the heresy, right? Yeah. Yeah, that sounds legit. That's the... the Before uh, it was retconned. Um, <laughs> alternate ending. <laughs> so uh, the, um, the emperor um, asked, right? slays Horus. Um, <laughs> nobody else was injured, though, in the whole fight. So not even Sanguinous. Yeah. That's what I mean. Right. Technically, from what I understand, that's what might he's be just, actually happening. He's just sleeping. Um, <laughs> that's right. It's everybody's just sleeping. It's a nap. Everybody's it's sleeping. Like a, it's like a soap opera from the 90s. <laughs> it, it's like, it's what's happening right now with yeah. Primarchs. The All my Primarchs. <laughs> <laughs> You're a twin. I, I probably... Sanguinous. <laughs> So I was never I... dead. <laughs> I was alive the whole time. <gasps> dun, dun, dun. <coughs> uh, so yeah, so the the uh, the traders run. You know, they break and run. Mm-hmm. Um, but the uh, the best the, the best part is they break and run. Is most of the traders were just like, "Fuck it, get out of here. We got to go. We'll get back to the Eye of Terra. We'll call it good." The Emperor's children ran in like a zigzag pattern, just fucking up worlds. Sure. In in more, you know, like every place they went, they they just raped and pillaged everything and summoned demons, you know, and then left. They were like, "Here you go, demons, have the planet, bye." Oh, okay. You know, Enjoy yourself. Yeah. So you know that's that's uh, that's what I got for them. And oh, don't forget that uh, on their way back out, uh, Fulgrim kills Gulliman, kind of. Ooh, stasis is, is, is him. Yeah, he slices his throat with a sword. Goldman tries to go for like. Uh, trying to remember uh, when does the, he become the he becomes the demon. The, it's on the he way. Becomes about, the, he becomes it's the on demon. the way back. Oh, okay. Before no, it, it's before the. Siege. Oh, is it be, before? Yep. It's uh, it's detailed in the book uh, Angel Exterminatus. Mm. Um, him and Perturabo go to an Eldar crone world, mm-hmm. and uh, he ends up like sucking out, trying to basically suck out Perturabo's power, uh, and this this is after Istvan, but before they get to Terra. Okay. Okay. Continue. Oh. Anyway, so they fight a bunch of Eldar constructs. Uh, a bunch of uh, Shattered Legions guys almost end up killing uh, Fulgrim, and then uh, they. So Fulgrim gives Perturabo like a like a lodestone uh, that's mm-hmm. supposed to be like a protection, like a protective thing, and he wears it because he, you know, he's like, "Oh, you're my brother. I believe you." <laughs> but it ends up like being something that he, that he uses to bind that Fulgrim uses to bind uh, Perturabo. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and so is sucking out his uh, like sucking out his energy to help fuel his his ascension. Oh wow! Um, and so uh, he and he totally lies to Perturabo, like tells him they're going to go find this really cool weapon, uh-huh. and is and no, they don't. He's just he's just <laughs> doing it to become a demon prince. Okay, <laughs> to nice. become more and more like that. I'm trying to find it. I, he was uh, he was freed from his uh, his demon skin and uh, during a battle, like he was hit. He was about to die, and instead yep. it burst the energy, and he was just like, yep. "Check it out! Look at me! I got Snake extra boy. arms, and I'm snakes." Mm. Yep. But and that's I can't remember where that was. Mm. Um, Flash of light, just like he arrived. Oh wow! Book ended. Alpha and the Omega. <laughs> what? <laughs> it's that prelude coming full circle there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's now in the perfect form. Uh, yeah, I really want to find it though because it's. I, I can't remember. <laughs> Uh, where it was that it was so okay. so continue on while I, I find Sweet. this information that I really want to 
Okay, so he turns into a snake guy. Siege of Terror happens. We've gone over that. They mm-hmm. through the scouring. They're getting chased back to the Eye of Terror by the Space Marine Legions. Um, he manages to keep. Oh yeah, and he uh, he kills uh, Gulliman, which is his best move. <laughs> See, I think <laughs> I, 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 I thought it was with the, the fight with Gulliman that he was turned into the uh, the became the demon because Gulliman was about to beat him, and he was like. Surprise! Have you read Dark Imperium? Because they go over that fight in Dark Imperium, actually. No. Of course, I, I've read all of the books possible, Danny. I have not read he any. What do you think I'm getting this information from? Is my knowledge, <laughs> my vast knowledge of all of the books written by people. It was Guy Haley who wrote Dark Imperium, okay? Wasn't it uh, Guy Haley? Yeah. I can't remember. Uh, um, yeah, it was, I think. Sure it <laughs> so that was the that was the Primaris, uh, Gulliman's Back from the Dead, yeah, right? Yeah, oh, yeah. We're supposed to do a review of that one at one point. Not... Yeah, you were supposed to do it, but not with me. What? It was before me that you were going to do it. Oh, okay. Well, anyway. Beside the point. Yeah, so uh, uh, Gulliman, like, tries to go to, like, kill him. Yeah. And uh, fails. Oh, okay. Uh, Well, Fulgrim goes, you know, with Mm -hmm. his sword. That's a a technical noise. (laughs) Um, And uh, slices his throat with poison, and, like, he falls unconscious. Oh, okay. Stasis field and blah blah blah. We're not talking mm-hmm. about the Ultramarines anymore, though. I mean, besides yeah. how much they suck. And you like, have gonna... said so much about the Ultramarines at this point. <laughs> <laughs> at this point, this has become uh, there was white we, scars. We, we got to go back uh, to the Iron Hands. It's a <laughs> We basically okay, we can yeah. get back there. We okay. didn't sixty nine. You know the Legion like we wanted to. We basically formed a Legion orgy with this mm. podcast. I'm gonna say it was a train. <laughs> it's true with the the a train on the fluff. Yeah. yeah. So. Uh, so the, after the scouring, they're getting chased back to the Eye of Terror, right? Okay. Uh, Fulgrim manages to mostly keep his legion intact um, until um, they end up fighting. So uh, I, I'm trying to remember. I'm trying to remember if they get if the if the legion really gets broken by Abaddon because Abaddon crashes the Vengeful Spirit into the into the uh, Emperor's Children um, city after they make a clone of Horus. Oh. Um, mm, right. Or if it happened with the world eaters, when Karn set an entire, it's like Scabblethrax or whatever, where he sets a bunch of buildings on fire because there's like acid rain or something like that going on. Uh-huh. So the world eaters are fighting the Emperor's children. They have to take shelter in these buildings. But Karn is like, "You guys are pussies. I'm going to start all these, <laughs> set all these buildings on fire with a flamer to get you guys out, so you'll fight." That's how he left. He lost his think, sleeves. I think that's how probably. <laughs> okay. No, I think he lost his sleeves at Terra probably when he died and uh-huh. then, like came back to life somehow. Oh. Anyway, we're not talking about the world leaders, though, Ted. <laughs> sorry, sorry. <laughs> what, what was uh, what was Mortarian thinking at this point, though, when the, that was happening? Was he doing anything? Uh, I don't know. Who cares? He's boring. Oh, wow. <laughs> he was a little emo little goth kid. Metalhead. Uh, anyway. So when do we get the uh, when do we get the noise brains? It's... So the noise marines actually happen. Uh, they were always, they're pretty much always there. Well, no, not when they were loyalists. Yeah, no, they had them as loyalists. No, they didn't. Uh, Just say yes, the, no, yes, no. The, the cult, the cults, the cults happened. Uh, uh, Marius Versovian, I think, is his name. Is the uh, is the first company cap uh, like uh, Lord Commander? Anyway, mm-hmm. um, the the uh, the Emperor's Children flagship has like this really bitchin' opera house in it. Oh, okay, and <laughs> so he starts dumb. working with one of the Remembrancers, who's like this super good piano player, to create this ultimate symphony. Oh, okay, 
And so they design, they make modifications to these, like, like these sonic, uh, noise Marines were right before, um, the right drop site massacre. Yeah. yeah. They used okay. to massacre. And so, uh, they end up playing the symphony that like starts summoning demonettes into the crowd and stuff like Whoa. that. And yeah, so okay. that's like when, sh- that's when shit gets like crazy on their mm. ship. Like mm. all the normal people are dying boop, boop, to become boop. slaves. Oh wow! So the so the noise marines are in a way use their weapons to summon demons. Well, and I mean the that symphony was like you know different special, obviously, okay. but like they were killing people with the noise, and that oh. was summoning like demonettes okay. into the into the into the crowd. Oh. Yeah. That's dope. I like it was the, crazy. That book was the Fulgrim is like a great book. I highly recommend reading it. It gives you a really good rundown of the fall of the emperor's children. That's basically what the whole story is. Oh. I mean, they're basically falling from the very start. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. I mean, but you know, it's one of those things where it's a, you can read what you, you'll see what you want when you read the book. Like for me, it was, yeah, I knew they turned to chaos, but like from like the beginning, you could see that this pride oh, and vengefulness and, and you know, it, it just the, the way that he was always striving to be better. It was literally, you know, we covered that in the, in the Slanish podcast. Yeah. Like it was literally like the epitome of Slanish. It's if it's like, they took Slanish. We're just like, look, we need a Primarch that is just going to do this one thing. that Slanish loves and we'll call it good. He'll be fine. Oh, okay. uh, you know, and then we'll surprise everybody by letting him know that he's a Slanish Primarch at the end. And it's like, if we'd done a Slanish podcast and then somebody told me about Fulgrim and I read it, I'd be like, well, that makes fucking sense. It's exactly the Slanish. <laughs> okay. It's like word for word. Somebody just changed Slanish to, to Fulgrim, you know? Mm. So, yeah, I mean, it's, it's a good book. It really is. And by that, I mean, I might have gotten the audio book from somebody. So <laughs> to listen to, because I, I don't like to read. Fuck that. I'm yeah. busy. Okay. I spent like a hundred <laughs> hours on that, you know, quarter Marine. So <laughs> wow. at this point, I didn't have time for that. Ain't nobody got time for that. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so there. Uh, so you got the noise marines were yeah. used in the dropside massacre, mm-hmm. uh, cacophony as they were called then, yep. rather than noise marines. Yeah, you, there's a special uh, right of war in the horse Her- in horse heresy hmm. um, called the c- the call the c- the cacophony. Okay, I think that's actually what the unit is called. Um, but they it, have like it a right was, of war at this point in time. You just, just call you it. take the cacophony, like you get oh, okay. a bunch of benefits for noise marines. Right, oh, sweet. Cool. So, what are other uh, key points before we call the? Well, obviously, you got the, the Phoenix Guard, lot, but... uh, were the elite unit of uh-huh. Space Marines that he used. Um, so, it, he, um, they, were they, they were just with spears. Oh, yeah, okay. They were just badass. Um, they had the Brotherhood of Palpatine Blades, uh, which were champ uh, like champion level people who dueled and trained uh, and challenged each other regularly. Like they had a hierarchy ranking system kind of okay. like thing. Um, they were continually dueling, and if you lost, you moved down, and you moved up. Um, that's kind of like where they kind of follow the, the brand of Lucius. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, Lucius is probably the, uh, uh Lucius, the eternal mm-hmm. is probably one of the most famous Emperor's children after like maybe Fulgrim. Okay. I don't know. I think or, he's more famous, Eidolon. you know? Yeah. Or Eidolon. Sorry. <laughs> whatever his name is. Oh, no, okay. I, I think you're right on the I could never, most of these times, you, Eidolon. Dude, most of the times you see a name and it's just like, fuck, they didn't really want you to do anything, you know, to think about this. You oh, can't even yeah. say that name. Fulgrim's easy. They're like, hey, Fulgrim's your guy. Just focus on him. Uh-huh. We're going to throw fake words at you in a minute for names. <laughs> yeah. you know, don't try to remember those. <laughs> it's like the uh, auto-generated passwords. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, and they were actually used in very, very serious guerrilla strikes. Like, they, w- they would send them out. Mm-hmm. Um you know, one, two at a time, and it's basically like it's like commander. assassin, yeah, yeah, wipe out like a command squad and then leave without being caught. Mm. You know, they they were... Wow, stealth terminators. 
No, 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 no. The oh, the Brotherhood of Blades oh, were just dual wielding. You oh, know, right. They just they just had badass swords and and like no armor. They were basically huh? scouts if scouts didn't suck. You know, <laughs> space oh. um, scouts could scout. And then they had you know of course the Roaring Blades, which were the Imperial troops. Uh, because Fulgrim was was so good, he was given command of almost every single uh, Imperial regular troop uh, troop at the time. Mm-hmm. And so naturally they were like, well, Fulgrim's going to chaos, so are we. So they went with him. So those are your your really important um, units, if you will. Nice. Yeah. All right. I'm tired. Let's wrap this up. <laughs> that's, that's Emperor's children. <laughs> <laughs> this, this last this last half would have been awesome if we'd started at the right time. Oh, <laughs> they, they strove for perfection, but yeah. ended in just disarray. Yeah. Oh. There. It's really is a. a Flogram's story and the story of the Emperor's Children really is like a good tale of like you know going for too much and then fall, yeah. get it like the tale of Icarus. Um, okay. You got hubris. too close to got too close to hubris. Yeah, mm-hmm. too close. To I don't remember that Greek tale. Which one is that? No, no that, that that's what it's called. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, well let's take a break. Uh, wrap it up and uh, yeah. Right. Earl Hagen was a legend. In 1960, he whistled his way into Hollywood and into our hearts. Decades later, he made a comeback, lending those lustrous lips in the 1980s to such bands as the Scorpions, Guns N' Roses, and Pat Benatar. A half century after his humble beginnings, he's at it again. This time without cumbersome musical accompaniment, he'll have you wetting your whistle and whistling along. His new album, Earl Whistles Disney, is sure to be a hit with all generations. Order now and receive a bonus album, Earl Whistles More Shit, a collection of previously unreleased material of Earl's favorite songs through the years. On this bonus album, he demonstrates his newly mastered technique of inward whistling. Order yours today on compact disc or double-length cassette. Also available at fine retailers such as Walgreens, CVS, and participating Sam Goody stores. Earl Whistles Disney. Buy it today. Just wanted to be an architect. His dad was like, <laughs> no, you have to be a warrior, yeah. too. Uh, like like Lorgar. Lorgar just wanted to be a priest. He didn't want to be a fighter. Poor Lorgar. Just let him find their own passion. The dad pushed him into the wrong thing. Right. Yeah. Like it's, listen to your children. Magnus didn't want to be a warrior. He just wanted to be a scholar. Mm-hmm. With pointy nipple horns. Yeah, sure. Maybe, maybe not. Guleman wanted to rule like ninety percent of the galaxy. You know, uh-huh. he wanted to be the emperor mm. before he met the emperor because he'd already yeah. done all that stuff to organize Ultramar and get it like the surrounding systems and stuff. Sure. Uh-huh. I mean, it's probably the less least dickish he had, move. He had yeah. five hundred worlds before the emperor even came. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah. yeah. Well, so how much uh, did the emperor have at that point? Did didn't matter. He's worlds? the emperor. He had all, all of the of worlds. Them, all, all of them? <laughs> okay, they just weren't his. <laughs> he had a, I can tell you he had at least 500. Because oh, as soon as he showed up, you know, it was like, hey, what's up? All right. These are mine. Well. Uh, yeah, that felt pretty good. Yeah, that was Emperor's Children. That was uh, some paintings. And that was LVOs. So. Yeah, yeah. Good yeah. recap on thanks that. For, thanks for going to LVO for us. You're welcome. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'll go that. for you guys anytime. <laughs> <laughs> you guys should awesome. come next time. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm trying to go next year. Good for sure. I think it was like if I don't get it, roped in also going to Adepticon. Yeah. Oh, you gotta do Adepticon. Oh yeah, those are both cool. Mm-hmm. I've been to Adepticon too. That's pretty fun. Yeah. 
but I think we're gonna like Kurt and I are gonna try to go to the UK this year. So that'll be awesome. Yeah. So I don't. When, when are you going? You're going in April. I'm not telling you in case you want to try to go I'm with us. I'm not gonna go with you. To piggyback on your vacation. <laughs> no, <I'm not> gonna... <laughs> hey, what's up? We decided to take a cruise with you and your yeah. wife. <laughs> you thought it was gonna be rest uh, and relaxation, but. Yeah. Nope, just it's Ted, jokes, Ted, Ted, parts. It's Ted and Kurt. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> Great, it would be so, it would be aw- I'm sure it would be awesome. Yeah. I probably would be like, "Well, this is a blast." Jess would be like, "This fucking sucks." What? I would like to do. She and I had hammer. a lot of fun last time. Uh, <laughs> not on a boat. Oh, you would be like, "I'm bored." Yeah, totally. Have you heard of that? Cruise Hammer? Yeah, yeah they came up a couple years ago. Dude, would... weren't you the one that originally linked Cruise Hammer like two no, years ago? Matt Riddle, it's probably Matt. Yeah, but yeah, I want to do it. They still do them. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think uh, they do. I, I was signed up for a newsletter and I haven't received it yet, so I don't know what they do. It like whatever. Yeah, probably other year, realized I think. that you couldn't afford to go on cruise. Well, <laughs> probably <laughs> they like, did a background check. Yeah. <laughs> they did a credit <laughs> check. check <laughs> like, uh, Starving unemployed uh, artist. Mm. Oh, a lot of stores do that as I walk in. <laughs> no, sorry, you have to leave. <laughs> it's actually why I stopped drinking. <laughs> Brown jug was like, nope. Wait, that toothless guy over there like came in. Yeah, he's doing better than you. <laughs> he makes two, his assets are a little bit more fluid. He makes two fifty a day. <laughs> Megan, okay, two fifty a day. That's oh enough. yeah, they did. Yeah, that was a good one. All right, so that's it. Uh, yeah. I've been uh, I've been Dave. Hey Dave, uh, you've right. been. Uh, I'm still Ted. Ted, and we were joined by right. Danny. Thanks, Danny. Thanks for having me. It was yeah. really fun. All right, have a good day, guys. This episode of Mob Rules has been brought to you by Mob Rules Media. Please join our Facebook group and be part of the conversation at facebook.com forward slash mobrulesak. You can also email us at themob at tophat-arts.com. Thanks for checking us out, and we will see you in two weeks.